warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Please enjoy your first culture shock of the day. Uh, Brian, if you're listening to this, this one goes out to you. Uh, Not because, I don't know. I know I could have picked a lot of first songs to introduce Brian. Something about planes, something about having small dicks, or something about being a very funny individual on the golf course. But, But, I will say... um, he always loved country music. We always walked on the golf course, you know, together every day listening to country music, old country music, and he thought it was fucking amazing that we listened to the same stuff. And Brian, that's why I love you. So, this one goes out to you. Um, I don't know. We always just talked so much that it felt like we were really ready for life, but we had to live it. So, why not li- introduce the first song by Jamie Johnson by the seat of your pants? And we'll be back after this. Brian, enjoy. Catch more brand, but worms will get more bass. And it really ain't them brand new shoes that make you run so fast. He said you'd better finish, but even if it's last, life has a way of teaching us these things. And he said, This hurts me more than it hurts you, but it's the only way to find the truth. You see, life ain't no rehearsal, boy You only get one chance And you'll learn that by the seat of your pants He said, sometimes hunting Ain't all about the kill Sometimes that woman of your drink Can be a little bit too real Sometimes you gotta go to work, no matter how you feel. Life has a way of teaching us these things. And he said, This hurts me more than it hurts you. But it's the only way to find some truth. You see, life ain't no rehearsal, boy. You only get one chance, and you'll learn that by the seat of your pants. This hurts me 
more than it hurts you, but it's the only way to find some truth. You see, life ain't no rehearsal, boy. You only get one chance, and you'll learn that by the seat of your pants. You're gonna learn that by the seat of your And I love Jamie Johnson as much as you do And I assume that you fucking would love this next song So please enjoy Cody Jinx Alone And we'll be back after this I've seen the sun For the first time In a week or so I wipe the sleep from my eyes I've got nowhere to go A cup of coffee in my hand Got me a smoke, there's nothing doing, I just wanna be alone. The right end of the sunrise, it sure looks nice to see a new day, taking shape, not starting with no night. Well, I've been rolling along on a thin dime, and I'm happy to be home. Please forgive me, I just want to be alone I'm gonna finish this pot of coffee And I'm gonna put me another on Well, I might grab my threadbare Martin And pick me out a song I know I'll sit right here, I'll smoke one more And just enjoy the dawn Just wanna be alone. 
Shaking hands in one night stands And that's what gets me by But the day's getting short and the song's getting long It's time to go, no, I'm not angry I just wanna be the one Well, I'm gonna finish this pot of coffee Put me another on Well, I might grab my threadbare marker And pick me out a song I know I'll sit right here I'll smoke one more And just enjoy the dawn Now, I'm not angry I just want to be alone Please forgive me I just want to be Welcome back. Welcome to the radio show, Brian Harrison. This is the... the yeah, literally, this is it. We jump right the fuck in. I've already started. Yeah, I've already started the recording. <laughs> I told you, it's like a roller coaster. You're like, oh, Jesus, Murphy. Hey, we're going to start here. Um, listen, I'm glad you're here. Uh, everybody at home who is very scared by our very loud rant after the culture shocks. Uh, we're just, you know, watching a little bit of Squidbillies. We're in the mood for savory biscuits. And uh, what better way to introduce my guest, who I grew up with in a little bit of a southern-like town, but had a lot of like-mindedness, is in chair one is... Brian Harrison. And this is the show. And now we can just talk like normal like we were. Wait, okay, so... This is it. This is it. Okay. No, this is it. All right, cool. So, officially, now that you're here, let me say it because I was waiting to say it. I'm very, very, very glad you're here. And every single person that comes on the show, I think, will do great things one day. I think you'll either build your own plane, I think you'll engineer something crazy, or I think you're just very funny and charismatic and you'll make your way into some kind of corporate job that you'll kill at. Why? Because you're smart, you know business, and you're a nice guy. So, officially, I'd like to say, I love you, buddy, and I'm glad you're here. And in my world of weird forever, this MP3 will exist, and you can come back to it any time and know... Just in case you ever have any doubts, I love you, buddy. We're always going to be friends. And I can look back on it and be like, wow, that's where I was at that point. I time. regret doing that that day. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But I'm glad you're here. And I was Thanks. literally just talking about your fucking older brother losing a lot of weight for soup, which yeah. I think is terrible, I mean, but also kind of funny. Um, do you think there's anything that, you, that has happened specifically in your family that you find specifically funny? Like, and I give the example, like, you know, your parents are a little bit older yeah, so growing up was, like, super different, you know? It's it's one thing to go everywhere with your dad, and everyone's like, oh, that's cool, he's having a great day with his dad, and then, you know, for me, I'm, like, 10 years old, and dad's 65, and they're like, oh, you having a good day with your grandpa? Like, no, that's my dad! Like, fuck off, you know? He made me! Yeah! That happened a lot to Weston in high school, everywhere I always thought his dad was his grandpa. But his yeah, dad but his also, dad. His dad also looks ancient. I wouldn't even assume your dad is as old as he is. Yeah, I think it's because one day when he told us, like, I remember that to this day where he fucking was like, "I was born in the war," and you're like, "Wait, wait, <laughs> no, <fun?"> not even <laughs> Yeah, but he was like, "I'm just gonna live forever. I'm just gonna keep replacing my parts." After he got that heart <laughs> surgery, he made me laugh really hard. When he and you're like, me. "Is he joking?" I don't know. He a piece really of me was like, "Oh my god, if you just kept replacing the parts, you could live forever." Yeah. So then, for a piece of me, I looked at your dad like. How old are you, old man? <laughs> How old are you, really? <laughs> yeah. You ancient wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your guys' house before you got kicked out by the lane. Kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Invention notice, Lee, we bought your fucking yeah, home. right. I literally, every time I go over there, I'm like, 
My friend used to live here. Oh, you've been in it? Yeah, I've been all the time. Really? I've been McKenna's dating. Well, one of yeah, them. I get it. Yeah, no, I haven't been in it, and it's like that fucked me up. You yeah, know? it really did. It fucked me up. I remember well, when you came to school and you were like, "So I'm homeless." Yeah, it's I was like, like what? I was like, "You guys have money." He goes, mm, "They sold the house." I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, they sold my house. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I remember you said you were, we were at a golf match, you got home, and then your parents are like, oh, you know, how's school? It's oh, gone. yeah, we sold the house, yeah, by the way. Like, it's like, gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, and, you know, it, it. it's one of those things that it's like, I look back on that as a pivotal moment, because from there, it was just like, You were a lot now? more independent after that happened. Yeah. I remember that. It you was, were very home, was, and then you were very not. Both a bad and a good thing. Like, I got a chance to grow up without having to actually leave the, the nest, you yeah. know what I mean? But at the same rate, it's like, god damn, I'm 17, it was and a I don't little know bit what in the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah, it was it's like, like, hey, we're just going to throw you into this. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know it, but I had social security money coming through because of dad's age, and yeah. it's like, I was allowed some of that as my allowance. I, I was remember living that. on yeah. that. You yeah. know, it's like I didn't have a job, but I was living on that. And it, it it immediately, like, yes, I didn't have to work. So did it teach me the value of a dollar? Maybe not. But at the same rate, like, I had to learn how to budget quick. Yeah. Because, well, what had happened was, so everything went to shit. We basically threw away everything. Like, Dad just called a dumpster out. And we just <laughs> literally Hey, childhood memories? Away. Fuck you. Yeah, Picture no, frames? Like, eat a cock. All the trophies that I had from baseball is like... Yep. Get him in there. Uh, Heavy. Yeah, it's like, just, just pitch him. Yeah. And then you find shit, and you're like, what the fuck is that? You know, like these rope lights yeah. from Christmas 15 yeah, years ago. Like, oh, plug them in, they don't work. And, <laughs> you're like, fuck these. Yeah, it's like, see you later. <laughs> and, you know, I feel, we went through, like, three dumpsters. Like, just packed them full of shit. And then we're left with really nothing. I mean, we had a storage unit. I just was, remember the way like, you said it at school. You're like, so I'm homeless? I was like, what? Just the yeah. way that, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. And was like, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It was just a long day. So I'm like, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> like, like, no, we're good. Like, Let's get it. We're past it. You know, the house is sold. And then the uh, fucking course, of course, the people that moved in ended up being someone that's now close to my family, like the Lanes. But like every time I go through that house, I just can't not Unseal. feel it. Yeah. like it's your home. Yeah. Seeing your mother in the kitchen fucking seeing you play flight simulator in the office oh god yeah I remember, that, that started i remember when we took apart your xbox in the back room <laughs> and we shot the motherboard in the backyard like i did that with you yeah that was shit. Like, shit. memory's impeccable when i do the show yeah like, I out of the show shit, absolutely like, dog yeah. shit well here i'll i'll aggravate you with this joke because it was my favorite joke to tease you with and as you were talking in that light holy shit do you look like your father is fucking Hunter Lee's dad, Eric, because, yeah, oh I my know. god, you look dead on like Everybody Eric. says that. And I'm not saying that fat way. If I you're listening, Eric, no. I don't think you're fat, but you're a bigger guy. <laughs> no, no. I just called a cop fat. Can I get over well, <laughs> not a cop anymore. Everything's legal now. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I think it's just the genes. Like, it's just the genes from that side of the family, because I even look at pictures of, like, you, my Cooper, grandpa and Eric and are just the just... same person in different phases of life. Shut up. <laughs> I hope they're listening. Shut up. And they're like, 
God damn it, he said it. Yes, son of a bitch, he said it, it's there! No, Cooper likes it, you know? He's <laughs> like, yeah. oh, yeah! Because you look like a superhero to him. Because you, yeah. you gotta think of who you hung out with. It was me and the little golf crew always getting into ruckus and laughing. And yeah. S- imagine seeing that as a kid. Like, I want that kind of hilarity in my life. Yeah, and then it's like, I moved out and everything died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's reminisce a little bit about golf. What was your favorite memory from golf? Because me and you golfed a lot together because, I, <sighs> I, and I'm not trying to shit on, literally, Logan came on the show, I love you, buddy. I love you fucking... Everybody else on the golf team. Logan's a prick. <laughs> no, not even that. Just throw it out there. He's a douche. <laughs> Contradicting of flavors in the show. No, but I just mean like they had skill, and I think I had maybe potentially a little more skill. But I just I didn't want it, and I played down to play with you. Yeah. And then eventually you started getting so good, you took the two spot. No, Isaac. I never took two. for a, for a couple matches. I remember yeah, you took the two, and Isaac was butthurt about it. But I was I was more butthurt. Like Not, I already, I already took the big drop. You're like, damn. So it. I didn't give a shit about that. I gave a drop because I was like, damn, my friend. Now I have to try harder to play with you. <laughs> you're like, I worked so hard to, to suck, suck dick what the to, fuck to hang out with you on the course. Yeah, and then there was that year that I failed uh, English oh my God, maybe I or something. I don't know. I fucking bogged down. And then Jonathan school, also was, was like, in the same boat. Yeah, that year. and we yeah, were like, are we gonna have a team? Failed. <laughs> Blockman's like, I don't know who's not gonna make the team this year because of grades. I'm like. There's no way it's me. And then the next one is like, it's Brian. I was like, fuck! Fuck! God damn it! Like, I knew it was coming, but shit! Damn it. That's funny as fuck, though. But favorite golf memory? God, I don't know. I mean, Do you remember a- when Bachman was walking out to the green and Isaac hit that shot before he was ready and he fucking flipped out on him from a distance? And he's that like, how do you want to stand out here? I, don't, I might have not been there for that one. That was funny was as fuck. I remember that- he snapped at Isaac one day and it was funny. I asked Isaac to come on the show, but he didn't really... Show a lot of interest. Yeah, it's... Up. Hey, you're here. That's on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, favorite golf memory? God, I don't know. Probably the time Remember when... Jonathan ate bread on the bus? Jonathan loaves of bread. On the bus. He would just bring loaves of white bread, and he would just start eating the bread. And I mean, like, what's wrong with bread? It's yeah, you would also snack. take some of the bread, so I guess you're not going to find yeah. this funny. <laughs> but, but I remember Kyle. starkly, it was like the last year that we were playing, last event... And I was just giving Bachman like full balls to the wall, total dickhead teenager thing. And he just turns up, he, he's sitting sideways in the seat, right? And he's got his arms in between the seats. And he just turns around and looks at me like Dr. Phil when he gets really fucking mad at somebody. Yeah. And he goes, Harrison, just shut the fuck up! And it's like, <laughs> I did it. I fucking did I it. I did it. You got him to go that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That happened to me once, but it was kind of a sadder and more relatable note because Bachman was a little hard-headed, but I just remember one time on the course, like, I always kind of kept my cool, but there was one time I had an anxiety attack and I just couldn't breathe. And I was, I mean, it was freaky and, like, he just come up and he shook me and he was just like, I have anxiety too, but you don't see me doing this. And it's like, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> but eventually I got over it, so I guess maybe it helped. The thing I loved about Bachman was he would save the snacks that I liked. <laughs> like, he knew that I liked the little fruit bars that he oh, had that were like apple callback. cinnamon, and he'd come around and he had these fucking. Yeah, in his Harrison pocket, some apples. in his <laughs> pocket, he would pull them out because he knew that everyone else wanted to fucking eat them. He'd be like, "Harrison, I saved you through these." I'm like, "Save you these." God, fuck you, fucking got it for me. One of my favorite things my dad has ever said about you, which is to be noted, my dad's name's Brian, and this person today is named Brian, so it can be a little confusing. But if you at home don't understand, tune out. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I remember one time you were like, we were turning, where were we playing? I think it was sectionals because we were playing 18 holes. I remember it was very important God, that it was, it was the end of the nine holes 
and you were either in the group in front of me or the back, but we weren't in the same group because it was that time where like all the players were not playing with each other. You yeah. were with everybody from other teams. Yeah. So I remember just hearing my dad laughing, and I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "I fucking I'm like, where's Brian?" And then sure enough, he just comes out of the clubhouse with the two hot dogs and a power ring. <laughs> And I'm just like, you get it, Harrison? And you just held up the hot dogs. And yeah. That, and that was just funny enough I remember for me. that, yeah. <laughs> that and Snickers bar, man. That's what um, fueled me through high God. school. God. And you would always pick the range with me half the time. Oh, the picking course, the range like, was the most relaxing thing. I it was mean, very quiet. Like, I'd listen driving. to music and make it very not peaceful. <laughs> just well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I got another one! But the thing I hated was, you're in the zone, right? When you're driving that shiklink, little machine. Shiklink, 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 shiklink. It's like, shiklink, 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 Pooping but outside is, is difficult. It's so difficult. And it's, the only reason I was attempting it is because my older brother, Eddie, I remember he had went golfing with my dad once at Pintera, back when Pintera was still God, I don't think... You remember Pintera golf I think I played Pintera Gip, maybe once. Gip, the fucking golf pro there. No, I don't, dude. I don't remember anybody. Very hard, very small course. Um, and I say hard. It was very easy to play because you would hit a ball and it would run to the green. Me and Logan yeah. would always have competitions of how many greens we could drive that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I never really played Pintero, though. Well, it was a terrible course, but it's uh, meaningful in my heart. So, yeah. you know, at the end yeah. of the day, that's all that matters. And whilst playing in that course, at some point, Eddie and my dad were like, dude, I gotta poop. And Eddie was like, I have to shit. And he's like, dude, we're pretty far out. Like, can you make it? He goes, no, I like it's coming now. And my dad literally just tears off his golf towel and gives it to him. Oh, and then man. And he comes back with it just totally ruined. Oh, And he's like, should man. I save this? It'll be worth a million dollars one day. No. And I was like, I don't want your shit towel. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've... Because you, you know, like camping and stuff, so I assume you know have a lot of knowledge about pooping outside. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> after all the camping that I've done, the only times I've ever shit outside was at my own house. Because you've done Boy Scouts for years, too. Yeah. And that was different. Because you, you had bathrooms... But it was just literally a, a cesspool of shit. Just Can I a ask gigantic what you think pit. overall about the Boy Scouts? I think um, they're they're on their deathbed. Yeah. So say. is golf. Yeah. Because golf. they're not. Yeah, golf's on its deathbed like crazy. It's not attracting any new kids. It's staying to the same yeah. old rules. Yeah. In the same way, you have to dress a certain way. You can't have loud music. You can't See, be. You can't swear, dude. It's golf is gonna die unless they make a drastic change like cricket, like a lot of sports did, to attract a new fan base of younger audiences. Change the rules. Everybody can drive carts. Let everybody swear. Let everybody wear what they want, and let you play music and let you drink. And eventually, if weed's legal, smoke blunts. That would be well, the best I mean, version of golf. That's golf when you're older. Yeah, but they should just make that now. Yeah. And obviously, high school you can't do that to a degree. Yeah. But like, yeah. still, like, let the kids wear what they want. Let them fucking goof around. Let them have cards. Let them talk to each other. Well, remember how yeah. like, we weren't allowed to talk to our opponents? What the fuck was that about? We still did. That was a rule. Yeah. I didn't know that. Again, if you're charismatic enough, they wouldn't care. But at any time, they could have been like, coach, he's making me uncomfortable and he's fucking with my game. And then they, the coach would come over and be like, you can no longer talk to my opponents. And then that was your warning. And if you did it again, they would count your strokes. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. I never ran into problems. But also, I was playing the guys that were like me. And it's like, like yeah, we're just out here playing. We're like, just who here. gives a shit? We're just here shooting around. Are we going to be on the board? Fuck no. Who cares? 
Like, well, we'll still have a score up there. Yeah. (laughs) Every once in a while, I'd pull through and Bach him to be like, you would have some good scores. Harrison got it this time. Uh, I would just have freak things every match that, like, would shit my score. But at the same time, I don't give a shit. Okay, I remember Beachwood. We were like, right up next to the road. Do you remember the 16? That's that's what I think it was. And you're just, you're. I hit the first ball. You're so fucking psyched out of your damn mind that you, you hit the ball and it just. Hooks straight left, left. Boom, straight and I'm like, well, shit, the, what the fuck? Straight over the fence. I mean, like into a cornfield. Yeah, like, I don't know what to do now. It's like, well, you gotta hit another one. I, mean, I know. I know they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I gotta hit another one. And I fucking again left, and I'm like, what the fuck? So then I change clubs, <laughs> hit it again, left over fence. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I get an iron, left, and I'm like, what the shit? By this point, my dad is like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, and the guy that was playing against he you, was dying, dude. He's looking at me like. How do I add this up? Like, dude, I... I, I literally really turned back and I was like, know. I'll like, tell you what it is. I got it up here. <laughs> I think I'm laying 11. That reminds me of the time that we were out of practice. I think it was freshman years. Me and Jonathan. Whole 14 I haven't talked... You, you just sent me down a rabbit. I haven't talked like that in years where it's like, out one, drop two, hit three, out three, drop four, hit five, out five, drop five, hit six. I haven't talked like that in years, you goddamn <laughs> animal. <laughs> But I remember, like, getting a 14 out of practice. And it, what it was was I I hit a ball off to the right. And then as I hit it back towards the green, it just plugged into the ground. Right. And I was like, shit, what do I do now? Play it as it lies. All right. Whack! It whack! Was in the green. Whack! That's so funny. No, it wasn't cause... in the green. It was literally, like, just in the area around a sand trap, that dirt, you know, where they drop You're, it down a little so bit. Whoever's with you didn't know the, the rules. You're allowed to fix it. It was Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm gonna ask him about that. Like, did yeah, you know that that yeah, was it was like a 14, and uh, I just like started beating the shit out of it in the sand trap. And John's like, one, 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 <laughs> one, one, one. Finally, <laughs> get up there. He's like, all right, you're laying 15. Like, what the fuck, fuck man? Yeah. So I come back to the clubhouse, and Derek's like, like, cool, three. Four. No, it's Derek. Oh, and you know how much rude he was yeah. about. Scores. I love Derek, but like, holy shit, you and were he's scared. like. Who got a hundred on nine holes? Like, yeah, that was me. He's, He's like, like, "Why are you excited?" It's like, "Well, it's a good you story." You got a twenty-six on a par three. Yeah, that's a little more than a double bogey. <laughs> Remember how we'd always like talk about like meeting up with chicks and like stuff like. It was a different yeah. dynamic of a coach. No, I remember like sitting on the bus and we're looking at all the Derek, you walking. We're like, Derek, look, there's one right over there. She's fucking hot, and all the windows are down, so they're hearing it. And he's like, "Oh my god, like I'm so sorry that these kids are being assholes." And we're like, nice "She's guy. got a nice ass. <laughs> Go for it. Put it in her dumper." <laughs> it's like, he hated us. He loved us and hated us. Yeah. And that's why it made me really sad to see him go because he was a really good coach and, like, he deserved to take the He was good because he pushed us. He didn't lay down his guns. It's good because he gave a shit. Yeah, but he challenged us. It was like, remember that time we had the putt left-handed? Remember when we hit him with sand? No, I don't remember that. He stood on the green, the chipping green, and he was like, everyone get in the bunker. And he's like, I want you to divot through the sand. And he literally, no ball, just fucking swinging sand. Just, he's like, yeah, I want I you to hit me with the sand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And fucking pelt. By the end of it, he's like, I am covered in sand. Like, this is <laughs> what did you idea. think this was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, and I remember him just kind of being a dick, but it was a good thing. Yeah. It was totally a good thing. Sometimes, like, everyone needs Again, that. sometimes being a dick, they're being a dick to try to teach you something. Yeah. And so that's what, weird to think about. What that is, is I've, I've listened to a lot of psychology stuff, like at work, mm-hmm. a lot of podcasts, and Jordan Peterson is a guy that I listen to often, and, you know, political views are one thing, but his psychology is dead on. Okay. And that comes down to, um, 
I totally just lost my train. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I just lost my train. Anyways, off. butt sex hurt, but if you use lube, it doesn't hurt. I get your bit. No, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Just... Well, you asked me about my porn tapes earlier and why they were on the shelf. No, no, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. You're not fucking with me like this. We were talking about challenging characters, people yeah. that push you, and it's that's a necessary It's called thing. rivalry, almost. No, it's a, um, fuck, it, the, the thing is on the tip of my tongue. It's a disagreeable giver. So it's somebody who's hard on the outside but has your best intentions at heart. Yeah, and they're and doing things they're doing because they think it'll make you grow. That's what Derek was. He, yeah. he had the best intentions at heart. He knew what was good for you, but he had to be a dick. That's true. And that's, that's not how you were my whole That's life, what though. makes always, people really Sometimes good you were a dick, but most of the time you were always nice. But at the end, I always knew whatever you were doing was to either benefit me or to have a good time. Yeah. Like, like a lot of times, I would make fun of you just because it would push you over that mental block. That, and it also taught me an early lesson that I tell everyone now is that if you can laugh about something, especially about yourself, you can get over it. And then you can have fun with it and you can yeah. actually, you know, pick back or you can lean into it and be like, yo, I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? right. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything specifically from your old house that you miss about the old house? Oh, maybe fishing in the back. Everything. Like, I mean, just the memories. Having the room. The smells. The, <laughs> the smell. No, I mean, it, it had a different smell, you know, it's, it was just out in the middle of it's nowhere. It's not clean carpet. It's not paint. It's, it's like it's some kind in. of like just it was comfortable house. It smells like house. In yeah, here. and I I remember all the the sounds of the frogs at night. You know, when the the pond sang a symphony, and it was just like the most comforting thing. And being out on the pool deck late at night with mom and dad, and everyone was over, and it's it was so just sweet. like. And then I ended up shooting and killing Skylar's dog that moved there on that same exact porch. <laughs> what? Yeah! No! We what? Had, uh, I didn't do it. My dad killed him. But... Yeah, the Cinder? No. No, the, no. They had two Great Danes. Oh, my God. And we killed one of them. Why? We had to. Why? So I was... My, I'll give you the whole story. I was wearing these exact shorts, too. That's what's funny about That's it. That's why they're red. Um, and I'm actually not wearing underwear now, which is exactly what's about to happen in this story. Okay. So I'm at home wearing these shorts with no underwear on, not even a shirt. And my mom's like, hey, go pick up McKenna from the lanes. And I, out loud, I go, you mean old Brian's house? <laughs> she's like, yes, old Brian's house. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> so it's late. I throw a shirt on. Still no underwear. I show up. I'm in sandals. And they're all out back in a weird area like not the pool porch the porch that's in the back before the, the pool. u-shaped porch yeah the yeah. little porch of the fountain and i'm like what's going on there's a dog laying there and i was like what is happening and they're like so get back and i'm like why you gotta do the dog was like Rah! like it was fucking like aggressive as shit and I'm like, what's happening oh, it's like shit. well it's hip popped out of place and i'm like oh god it's like and it's been shitting everywhere for the last month and we think it's gonna die and i'm like jesus it's like honestly we don't know what to do out loud, I'm just like, you should probably just shoot it. <laughs> and they were like, all right. So they said their goodbyes, and then they called my dad over, because he's the only person with a gun and the balls, I guess, to do it. So he brings a fucking 9 millimeter. This is where the story gets interesting. Everyone leaves the house, and Skyler, the older son, who's like our age, we're close, he's like, um, you know, text me when it's over. I'm like, okay. So they all leave. Now it's just me and my dad and the dog, okay? Oh, man. My dad, he comes up, he's like, don't look. And I'm like, okay. I look. And I watch immediately, and I'm like, this is going to change me. <laughs> and I, I watch, first shot, and the dog doesn't kill it. He shot it right in the head, and it didn't die. Oh, yeah. Great Danes are thick as horses. It took, like, 12 shots. He just went, head, heart, head, heart, head, heart. 
Oh my god! <laughs> and after we st- it finally stopped making the fucking sounds, we dragged its giant horse ass like body onto a fucking tarp, wrap it the fuck up, put it on a golf cart, drive it all the way out to the edge of their fucking property, way in the back behind the pond, dig a big ass hole and frozen ground. My dad not helping me in no underwear and shorts. I had to go back to the house and take a pair of Peyton Lane's underwear because I still have them. They're American flag. They're comfy as shit. And I was like, I need underwear. I can't dig and my balls are just hurting in these fucking shorts. So I go back, get fucking more frozen ground out of the earth. Then we bury this goddamn dog. And then after it's all said and done, we're like, you can come back. And then we just take him out to the spot. And they're like, this is sad. And I'm like, this was a lot of fucking work. <laughs> Appreciate the, my work, workout. Damn it. I did all of it except shooting, but I did all the lifting, and that's a lot. It was a uh, horse. Man, that's that's fucked up. Yeah. No, exactly. we didn't. We didn't kill anything out there. Well, I didn't even mean my dad, but like, yeah. now no. I have to share that memory there. That's not even attached to you. That's weird. And the whole man. time you lived at that, that house, and I can't unsee living at that house with you all the time. Like, yeah. And, you know, I've had this weird attachment. The drive, the drive thing where people would pull in it with ding-dong. I thought that was hilarious. That was such an old person thing. Like, That's still someone's there. on the property. That's still there? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. No, but I had this, like, weird attachment to it, and I still do. I still, like, always want to go back. It's changed so much. But I was so talking much. to my girlfriend about it, right? Okay. And we were trying to figure out, what is it that attracts me to the house? Is it the you've, house? Is it... Is it time spent? I don't. I don't know that it's that. Other than just the memories, it was. Yeah. It was a time before you know I got fucked by just being like, all right, pack your shit, throw it out. But it was like, you know, like everything just was. There was an innocence normal. in that. Place. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You miss and the innocence just, and the bliss of that. Yeah. And that's totally fine. And, and it's fine to miss that. I told but her like, I was. Like, I tell you right now, it would weird you the fuck out if you went back. Like your barn is not the same. Yeah, and well, I've been to the barn. Have the pitching and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, oh god, this is not what it used to look like in here. No, it used to look like a junkyard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yep. I mean, I told her I was like, I would buy this house totally. And if then she goes, like Why would you want to do that? Because I started here and I should finish. Yeah, here. it's like I felt like that. But she now goes, here's where I'm gonna intervene. That's dangerous mentality because that's the swamp of Preble County tricking you to live here, die here. You should live here and then die somewhere else, honestly. Well, because you'll yeah. find somewhere so much more incredible. But it's nice to live there because the taxes are cheap. I can <laughs> tell you that. I can tell you that. Yeah, well, maybe for us it is. It influences. You well, know, as a person who does comedy for free, I'm not sure I'm in a place to talk. <laughs> It's okay, you'll be making poor jokes for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I'm famous, I'll be like, yeah, so I still eat at Burger King. And all yeah, that. basically. I mean. <laughs> I, no, no reason, I just feel like I need to stay in my roots of the grease and the cheapness. And... <laughs> but that's what makes it funny. You know? Nobody's funny when everything goes their way. Nothing's ever gone my way. I'd like it to imagine it did, but I, I mean... Like, my whole life, I've been like, hey, let's do this. And, you know, the parents are like, you're weird. Stop that. And then it's like, do sports. Did you really get shit on like that your whole life? Like, I was like, I want to do choir. And they're like, that's weird. And then they would come to some of the events. And then they were like, oh, you're 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 in choir? Yeah, I did choir for years. Um, (laughs) I was Ah, in honors choir, actually. You've been friends for so long, and I'm learning. Exactly. You should learn more things about your friends, because that shows they're very interesting individuals. Yeah. Like... I saw a picture of you and Cole Yant and Hunter and Cooper as, like, three-year-olds oh, yesterday man. shared by Cindy, and I was just like, Jesus, yeah. Murphy. Yeah, I it's mean... It's that whole part of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's... 
It's fun to reminisce. It is, and it's like, am it's I scary, coming of age? It's scary, Am I coming of age? Or, <laughs> like, what's happening? Is this what it's like to get old? Why do my balls keep getting longer? Back in my day... They used to not have as much hair. Now they just won't stop with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I've, I've kind of delved into this whole, like, psychology thing to just figure yeah, I'll tell you out this much. You look damn on. good with a beard. Hey, you know, I've put a lot of work into this. You when I was little, I was worried that I wasn't going to grow a beard. I'm, I'm still worried I can't serious. grow a beard if I still look like I, you. I was like, look at my chin! I'm Look at this! I'm fucking ten years old and I can't grow a beard. What's going on? Well, you know why we thought that? It's because we live with Josh Cook at our yeah, high school. Yeah, he was like the a Sasquatch man. of elementary yeah, school. Yeah, he was a man at ten. Like, he just, <laughs> yeah. he just skipped being little. Yeah. Like, he's... <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy, fire trucks! I want pussy. And yeah. Like, Whoa, where was the in between? Like he moved, and we're like, "All right, cool, he's our age." And it was next year. It's like, what the fuck did this hair from? Just hair. Yeah. Summer just made him hair. And he shaved like twice a week. Like we did the period. And he had wrestling. We did. Imagine the... just rubbing that. You wrestled for a while. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I remember seeing your fucking wrestling unitard photos no, in the house. No. No. And fuck I was like, wrestling. "Fuck yes, this." You know. And everyone wanted to know, well, why'd you quit? Why'd you quit? I don't know. I just felt weird. Maybe you don't like being in a unitard. Like around man other guys handling other dudes, yeah. yeah maybe and then you it don't was like, want your dick around other yeah, people. Some do. Was... Maybe that's why they did it secretly. Yeah, I mean, maybe so. I don't know, but man, it just like it just it just got no, you get me. weird. <laughs> it just got weird. Like it was fun for a minute until you accidentally rub your cock against some dude's asshole. Yeah, and I think it was <laughs> it was more of like Robbie Nave's dad basically molesting everyone, getting in tight in there, like, right, hot breath. Go ahead and get down on the ground, and you're like. You feel that? You feel that right there? That is my cock in your ass. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, spread him. And you're like, it's funny that I have my cheeks or my legs. He's like, whatever you want, big boy. Oh, it's like, oh, okay. I remember uh, not ever really going to a lot of wrestling meets. I did my senior year, but not really a lot. And it's funny that I have wrestling memories just because I, I just liked Eiler. You know, he was the country oh, yeah, ever. Yeah. So, like, obviously I'm going to hear some stuff. And the best story I ever heard was when Austin Rao before a weigh-in, I guess, was just covered head-to-toe in trash bags. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to skip weight. And my dad's friend, he goes, I don't give a shit who your dad's friend is. I'm your fucking coach. Take that goddamn trash off yeah. your body. Yeah, Because no. it's illegal. He used to run in that. And they'd be like, Austin, you're going to die. And he's like, oh, that's worth it, man. That's I'm worth it. Way, it's like, that's Wrestling insane. is a very potentially toxic thing for the body. It is, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fluctuations in sleep and hunger. and. Well, looking back on it, I'm glad I didn't do a bunch of sports in high school because now you got people and we they're like, for years. man, we my fucking, call that a sport. My fucking knees hurt. Uh, it's like, why? Well, I was running back in high school. It's like, did yeah, you do exactly. anything with it? No. Well, yeah, was it worth it? it? Exactly. I mean, Golf, we just, it, it built stamina. It helped build strength because we had those bags on our back. It also built character, too. I would say so because you have to learn, like, a lot of, like, Patience and silence and respect. Yeah, and the whole time you're like, is this guy a douche? Like, is this guy if a I douche? fuck up? And then you have to come. remember, I remember like having to call people out, be like, hey, sorry, that's a stroke. Yeah, and it's like, like, hey man, I hate doing ah, this. please don't hit me. Yeah, and then some kids get shitty with you, and then you have to spend eight more fucking holes with them because you're on the first hole and you're like, fuck going my back to Logan. <laughs> he practice, and he's like, sometimes or I will admit, take a Logan definitely has issue with the ego concept. Sure. Yeah. But I think a lot of people do. Well, yeah. He's a little more materialistic. But, again, I grew up with him. I grew up with you. I think I'm allowed to say those things. Because I'm not saying it in a mean way. I'm just trying to break him down as a person. No. But he also gives a shit. But sometimes it is apparent that some people give a shit when it's more necessity to them. Yeah. 
And that's fine because at the end of the day, you really should only have to care about yourself. When you do the extra mile, that's what makes those people even better. Yeah, but also being a dick to your friends showing that you care. <laughs> like, no, I'm being serious. Yeah. Being a dick to somebody is like, hey, I that's care. That's how I felt about Josh Cook, low-key. Like, we just were never close just because, like, he was always yeah, always kind of a little bit too much of an asshole. And I wanted to be close, and we, I mean, we played D&D together sometimes and, like, tried, but, like, it's just sometimes it feels like you're forcing it and you just don't want to really... Yeah do it and there's nothing against him you know i'm sure if you ever listen to it now i hope it don't hurt your feelings but at the end of the day if your feelings are hurt suck a cock um <laughs> it's a fucking radio show it's a comedy show what else do you expect i don't know <laughs> no i mean yeah it's like i don't know and it's weird when you see it happen like falling out of friendship you know what i mean like oh yeah. perfect example is me and isaac we don't talk Anyway. And you guys were really close and for a we were, while. We were really close. Jonathan, I've seen his you cock, and Jesse. And he's seen mine. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty close. Friendship, right? I close. mean, it's funny you say that. My cock, all my fucking Voltron crew, I'm like, we should show each other our dicks. And they're like, yeah. that's gay. Why are you trying to see your dicks? I'm like, no, it's totally. because that's how you become closest friends. It's like, buddy, we're friends. And I'm like, but let me see your dick. And they're yeah. like, stop trying to see my cock. Yeah. And I'm like, just show me your balls. <laughs> Even just the balls are fine. Yeah, I remember one time, weird, I had never man. really, even like my own crew of like Tyler West and Peyton Lane, it which changed. back in high school, I never showed them my dick. But I yeah. remember one time we were playing beer pong after my graduation party and I laid my nuts on the table for a while. No yeah. one noticed and I just sucked them back in. I was like, well, I guess we'll just not talk about that. Yeah. But like a PC does want to, you know, know what everyone's packing. And, yeah, right? Because you're it's friends, like you should know that. That's like, the ultimate size up, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the ultimate size up is if your friend is a little cock and you don't make fun of it. Because you love them, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you I mean, ever, if you've that ever, that was seen... always me. You know, <laughs> nobody ever right. said anything, but no. they didn't have to. They didn't have to, right? It's like I already knew it. He's like, I have a girlfriend. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fine, sure, whatever. But it's like, you know, even then, I'm always like, what do you think about? It? What's it look like to you? Is it fine? Like, well, if we're know. on a scale here, is it? Hey, I'm not saying banana we're... or peeled banana. <laughs> I'm not saying, Mini cucumber? What are we talking about? It is also yeah. nice to know that like everybody else is mostly circumcised. But it is weird when you see the friend that doesn't have the circumcision. Never seen one. It's different. It's like a hood. It's like somebody's putting on like a sweatshirt on their dick. <laughs> I mean, it's skin. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and when it wants to play, it's like, hi guys, what's up? And yeah, right? And no. take its hat off. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen an uncircumcised dick. Don't know that I want to. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... It looks like a little thing is coming out like a tube sock. <laughs> but you know the thing I hate now yeah. the most is that I'm really young in my field, especially the place I work. We're I am now, the youngest. In general. Huh? We're young in general. Well, yeah, but you're around other young people because you're in college, right? But I, no, hold on. Before you say that, and I know where you're going with this, so I'm going to let you tell the story. I know exactly how you feel because in the comedy community, they're all 45 yeah. and 60. And it's dude, hard I walk to in make and they're friends. Like, dude, they're literally like, hey, fuck you, man. And of yeah. the four to five adults that were like, Oh, you're intelligent, and we can talk, and we're friends, and now and like that's yeah. nice. But it's really hard to make those. You really got to go in because for some yourself. reason, yeah, for some reason, you're like, you know, I'm not doing this to replace you. I'm not, but again, it is an industry. It's competitive, so like, I'm not here to replace you now. You know? <laughs> exactly, it's but like, like, you could mentor me and help me pass you. Yeah, right. And then they're like, well, I don't want to help and pass me. The median age of the place that I work now is like sixty. Jesus like, Christ. everyone's, like, ready to retire. But don't you feel accomplished that you're there now? Well, yeah. It but took it them also... all that time to get there at their age. Now that you're there now, you will shoot past at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, eventually I'm going to be running that place because we're all going to retire, <laughs> right? I so look at that. I'm a jet. <laughs> well, but, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to make friends with older people because they don't get it. Like, I get memes. I can look at a meme and be like, wow, this is really funny. And I show it to them and they're like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's like, laugh, damn it, it's funny. You know what, well, no, well, I thought you were going to, uh, that's a good point, but uh, where I thought you were going to go with it is, like, I feel that shittiness when, like, I'm talking music, and they're like, oh, you don't even know, and it's like, motherfucker, I listen to Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, yeah, Chris like, Christopherson, Why do Nelson. I have to prove myself? Yeah, why the fuck do I have to list all these names to show you, I just, I mean, I grew up listening to vinyl. That's your fucking medium. I have cassette tapes here. I'm not fucking untouched with time. Well, if anything, it's on them. Yeah. Why don't they listen to modern music? If you're such a connoisseur, you're stuck why in your the ways. fuck that you don't listen to the You're stuck to the in your shit? ways, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not give new stuff a try? I find new music all the time. Oh, like, man, that drives me nuts. I music. listen to, currently to a lesbian jazz singer. She only has one album out, and it is fucking amazing. She, she sounds like Frank Sinatra, and she's like, I like girls who like girls. I like girls who don't know. They like girls who like girls a lot. Like, that's funny. See, I'm, I'm on the total opposite spectrum. I want music that just really fucking means something. Yeah. And it can be completely shit produced. And a perfect example is Zach Bryan. Have you ever listened to him? You're saying Zach Brown? Or Brian. Zach Bryan? Brian. With I like a Zach y. Brown. With a Y. No. Okay. I Zach like Zach Brown. Brian. I don't listen to a ton, but I know of the artist. You, Why okay. does he resonate with you? Because it's raw. Okay. I mean, he recorded his latest album literally in a barn with his friends. That's and how I went feel about Neil Young. Very rustic. He had like the one person versus sound booth that like yeah, and it's like dollar that is cool. And then I turn on country radio. It's like what is this barf? I don't want Florida Georgia Line. I don't no. want Luke Bryan. I don't no. want Jason Aldean. I don't want Brown. those. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't even know who that is. I'm going. I don't want it. That's all we're trying to say. I don't want it anymore. Right? I don't want this Nashville machine country. I like my Cody Jinx. I like my... Do you remember at prom when I put a Cody Jinx song on? Yeah, and everyone's and like... And you came over to me? They were this? all like, what? But it was a very romantic song. Everybody yeah. started slow dates. It was We're Gonna Dance. And you would come over like, dude, this song, I put it on. You're like, dude, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I remember I, know, right? I showed you Cody Jinx and you came to me the next day and you were like, dude, this illustrates my life. Like... The fucking all these different songs, and I'm like, I know it's amazing. Yeah, specifically That's Mama's, raw. Specifically, Mama's song. Yeah. You know? And now I'm, I'm finding very... more music that I resonate with. Now, one is um, the house that built me with okay. by Miranda Lambert. Okay. That is totally how I feel about the the old house. You should you know? listen to Janis like... Joplin. I probably more. should because yeah. that's a good example. I don't like a lot of female singers, but that's a really good example, especially of country, like yeah. of a female vocalist that like raw. Like she has this one song called Mercedes Benz, and there's no instruments. It's just her knee, and she goes, "Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. We're torn on this lifetime." I don't remember the rest. But that's yeah. a pretty good impression if you ever uh, heard the fucking album. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach Bryan, I think I resonate with really, really good. And he's got one song in particular called Headed South. Okay. And it's the whole song is about how he just completely rebelled. He went against what everyone told him and did his own thing. And he just keeps heading south. I feel like that with Jamie Johnson. Just keeps heading south. And yeah. that's the whole thing of the song. And the one line that I love is he says... Uh, and then he told that old man he was never coming back to be cut down again in a town like that. Then he surely came to learn people come to watch you fall. He's out to make a name and a fool out of them all. That's a good line. Yeah. 
And then he says, they'll never understand that boy and his kind, because all they comprehend is a fucking dollar sign. They say fuck. Dude, yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. That is wrong. And he doesn't normally cuss, so it's like, man, and he you meant felt that. that a little more. Yeah. See, I, I, even if someone likes music that I don't, I like asking him, why does that resonate with you? Yeah. Because it's that connection that you feel is the actual important part. Yeah. Not the art. You could put any artist there. It's why do you feel that connection. Yeah. And that's what I like. And I'm picking the brain. I just love that song because I don't care so much about the money, especially in the field that I'm in. Where I'm at now, I'm not getting paid top dollar. I don't get paid for any shows I do. Well, you're a comedian. Yeah, I know. You but signed up for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Broke for the but rest like, of your people, life. I'm like, you know, comedy should be free. If you're like suicidal, you've had the end of all your ropes, and you're like, I'm done. And you're like, you know what? If I can just laugh one time, maybe I can keep going. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you have to pay for that laugh. That person's going to kill themselves. I want to be the guy that has a free show always on Spotify. That way, no matter where you are, you can always at least have this. Yeah. This can make you laugh. Yeah. Or make you sad. One of those two. Usually mean... makes me sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they remind me how disappointing I am. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Interesting. Um, do you have anything you'd like to ask me in the first part? We're going to take a break and we'll do the second part, but I'm just giving you a chance to like... What the fuck is the college life like? What the um... hell do you do? How it's do you a lot know, of like, up man, late. I really need to go to school today. It's a lot of jerking off. Okay. It's a lot of, if you're like me, opportunity. And I'm not talking anything in the industry or field, just on meeting human interaction. Yeah. This is a vessel of a place that now, not like Purple County, I can meet more black friends, Asian friends, more this, that, this, that, this, God, that. More really diversity. Purple County. Because it's all just fucking white. Fucking, I got my truck, no abortions, I like my fucking dip. Like, I'm good! I don't want it anymore! I don't want to go back home. It makes me depressed. It just makes me sad because I don't fit in. I don't feel like I fit in. I feel like I'm weird. But now, I've, I mean, I've got the rings, I've got the hair I like, I've got my shirts, I've got my room sprawled out of everything that's important to me. Yeah. Like, this feels more home than anything Preble County home ever felt like. Because yeah. it felt like everybody was at home but me. And I didn't like that. Man, this is just like playing golf when you would just unload on me. Yeah. I mean, that sounded gay. But... <laughs> Listen, you know? I'll unload on you on the break. We've hit the first mark. We'll play a culture shock. We'll come back. In chair one, this has been... Brian Harris. And after the break, we might have some big fat loads for you. If not, you can enjoy this big fat load of a culture shock you motherfuckers enjoy. Goodbye. <laughs> this next song, Brian, I uh, dedicate especially to you because we talk about the impact of how you moved out, so why not playing a song that involves those words? Ha ha, but it's comedy. You get it. Uh, it's Moving Out by Anthony Song. Not by Anthony Song, that's the fucking parentheses. It's by Billy Joel. Uh, listen, Brian, when you moved out, a lot of shit changed in your life, but I think it had to, you know, one sole repercussion of that event, at least, was that you grew, and you're a better person, and, you know, just because you don't live in the same house doesn't mean you can't be the same great guy. So this song's for you. The next song I can't wait to show you because it's funny as fuck, but until then, enjoy. Too hot to 
better than a car noise to introduce this next song in bit. You know, Brian, you met your girlfriend in a fucking car wreck, but that doesn't mean that it has to be a complete tragedy. How you meet doesn't matter. I met Abby on Tinder, but you don't hear me fucking boasting about it, but it's... Listen, this next song is by a musician that I know Brian likes and I like. While I don't like the current state of his mindset, he did have some fucking bops back in the day, so why not play one now that I know Brian would appreciate for the sole bit of this sentence. Listen, we like women that we've never had, and we used to talk about a lot of women that we never got to fuck in high school. Me and him on the golf course is what I'm referring to. And listen, two fat guys talking about banging. What other song would represent them at the time than... Women I've Never Had by Hank Williams Jr. Please enjoy, Brian. I like to play my music and have good time. I love to hear an old train rolling down the line. Yeah. 
ride my horses and shoot my gun. You know, cowboys work just never done. I am in the basics and I don't like fans. And I like to have women I've never had. Hey, I don't mean to ever do anybody no wrong. I was just born. the line with me. I've had guys throw barbecues at me. They broke the windows out of my car. They cursed and sworn at me. But the bottom line is I ain't shook. Cause if the right hook comes out, crazy mother motherfuckers like you get knocked out. Don't be looking me in the eyes, boy. I ain't got no candy for you. No candy except for the right hook. Let's get back to the show before one of you at home catch one of these crazy right hooks, you crazy mother-shuck. in my ass! Um, <laughs> really, there is no better way to, to go back to this show other than just a big load in the butt. We told you we'd come back with a big load, and sure enough, after that music break, that was a thicky. So here's another thick load of conversation that is Brian and Brighton. <laughs> so I'd like to ask you, do you ever think in your lifetime you'll see an electric plane? Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought you'd say no. Now you're fucking fired. Yeah, I got all the going. I got it going. All right. So now we can get into a little bit of physics and engineering and stuff, right? So, okay. Electric airplanes. It's right now a weight problem. They are out there. It would be way too heavy. Oh, super heavy. Yeah, completely, totally heavy. Airplanes, for what they are, are really light. Why don't we make planes out of solar panels? They did. Oh. They're just slow as fuck. Oh. Yeah. Because engines take a lot of energy. Yeah. So jet fuel is super, super energy dense for what it is. And as you go, you get lighter, which is great. What would you compare jet fuel's density to of other liquids? Density? Gasoline. I mean, it's jet fuel. Well, yeah, yeah. Everyone says... That was an easy one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What it is? Yeah. Uh, A tree? You mean a fucking leaf? Yeah, right? No, jet fuel is just kerosene. That's all it is. It's diesel without okay. additives. Okay. And so when you get on the topic of an electric airplane, in order to go 500 miles an hour, which is kind of what they do, like three, what's the minimum three for five. plane speed? Um, the slowest. Well, if you get into the ultralights, like fucking 30 miles an hour, you can take off. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. When they when they so they are at a state where they kind of work right now. What, an electric plane? Yeah. Yeah, they made a solar-powered glider that just fucking floated around the Earth for a couple weeks. And then they couldn't get it down. <laughs> they were like, get back. They were like, oh, I can't control it anymore. But batteries are not as energy-dense as fuel. And they're heavy. They are. They're very heavy. And you take off and land with the same weight, right? So you're not burning any fuel. And 
when an airplane takes off, it can take off with oh, yeah, more weight lighter. than what it's allowed to land with. And that's where you see the jettison of the fuel. Like, when they're like, all right, dump it! It's because it weighs too much. If they take <laughs> off... dump it! Yeah, just dumping batteries. No, seriously! Yeah, if they take off, and they have an issue, right, on climb yeah. out. So, they, they do their takeoff roll, and then they hit V1, which is, you're, you're committed. And then v, yeah, V1 is like if they're You're not committed. Roll, yeah. So they on a rollout, they'll go full power and then you'll hear the pilots go V1, V2, rotate, positive rate gear up. So V1 is you're committed. You better fucking go because yeah. it you're you're too fast to slow down now. V2 means that they are at the speed that the plane can leave the ground. And then positive rate is they are climbing actively and then they can put the, the gear up. Yeah. If they have a problem at that point in time or any point in time that they haven't burned enough fuel, they have to dump it because the airplane, when it's fully loaded with the fuel, weighs too much to land and it'll break shit. Like just totally <laughs> fuck it up. Fuck the gear. Oh, it'll fuck, fuck the everything up. And everything. Everything. Else. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally bone. So they just dump it, and it, and then everyone's like, oh, no. So to to not confuse America any anymore. You work in aviation maintenance. I That's do. why you know a lot about I planes. Do. And I, I used to watch you play like a lot of simulators and Kerbal Space Program and stuff like that. I love it. I, I love it. Did you ever... Because right now you fix planes. Did you ever want to fly... Did you ever want to commit to totally. be a pilot? Totally. Do you still want to be a pilot? Totally. My older brother's a pilot. Did you know that? No, I didn't know My that. My older brother, Otto, he, uh, he actually lost his license, but he lost it over some crazy shit. So what had happened... Well, he might still have it. To my knowledge, he doesn't fly anymore. Like, yeah. This story well, is it's why. Expensive. But when I tell you why, you'll be like, that man deserves a medal. So he was in Florida, and he was flying one of those banner planes. Right. And that motherfucker is a death trap waiting to happen, because apparently those things go down all the time. And yeah. literally what happened was the fucking flag got caught in the fucking engine, and he immediately was like, cool, cool. Not cool, not cool! Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I have to land right now. And... <laughs> All right, where do you land? Beach, well, that can go wrong. Can't go in the ocean. He's like, I got this. He landed it mid-traffic in the middle of the road, hit nothing, lands, and then as it's, like, slowly rolling, he, like, scratches a car. And lost his license? For that, the car. He landed the whole thing. Nothing You're allowed to land on the road, though. Scratched a car. Huh. I didn't know that. He's also my, uh, another older brother that has a quote when he first moved to the house. He was just looking at the cornfields and with confusion. I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, how many, like, how many corns do you get on a corn bush? <laughs> and I said, what the fuck is a corn a bush? A bush? <laughs> yeah, corn bush. I thought about getting that tattooed somewhere on me, the corn bush. <laughs> corn bush. I love it. Yeah. No, uh, I would love to be a pilot, but it's expensive. It God, is expensive. It's expensive. And right now... I know a guy, and he is, <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. I, I know this guy. <laughs> I know a guy. But he's a he's a certified flight instructor, and he's like, yeah, man, I can hook you up for the low low price of five grand. And it's like, Jesus really, Christ. five grand? What and, secret knowledge do you possess that I'm not allowed to know for five grand? Yeah, I know. I feel right? Like kind of already got it. Yeah, I mean, I could do it if I wanted to. Like, <laughs> really, I could. Yeah, it's illegal. like that's that's super bad. That but guy, if you had to, could you? Oh, yeah, I could totally land one. That's fucking bonkers to me. It's not. So if I ever go on, like, a D&D realistic adventure, you're coming as the pilot slash, like, steerer if we're on a ship. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, sure. They'll have wheels-ish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what would I do with it if I was a pilot? Where Let's would say you go? I got my license. Yeah, it's like, where My grandpa go? had a pilot's license and a little biplane, apparently, when he was alive. He was just flying around. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just here. Well, not here, but like probably. If it was years ago, not a big deal. Yeah. Ab gas wasn't that expensive because people they, were driving through the fucking arc that goes through fucking Ohio. Different. Isn't that crazy? Dude, that was Jesse's uncle or something. Yeah, I know. He was related, and then he sharpened his teeth in jail. Yeah. Dude, that guy is whack. Yeah, you got sharpened teeth to eat meat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that. God, like, no, dude, that's terrible. I got a funnier one. You know the Schaefer dude that lives? If you listen to the... Actually, it happened in the Hoover episode that I just posted, which, time skip, that's a fucking while from now. Um, but Schaefer, the guy that sells fruit on the corner by Preble County, he has a half dick. He's a half a dick. Because he got into a car accident when he was a kid and it cut his dick off. What? He's a half a dick. And I'm, sells and I, fruit. When Dave Are you told talking me about that, today's harvest? No. Like... Preble Nickel Saver by my house, that little lot that that dude sets up and sells fruit at. I know you've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah him. Yeah, he has half a day. <laughs> wow. And I asked Dave, what half? Like, did it splinter it like a fucking head of the Demogorgon from Stranger Things, or is it like half that way? Like it's just a like he lost the tip and like <laughs> a little bit of shaft. Like a Jewish circumcision. Yeah, but just too deep. Like, yeah. where, like how That's, did it cut? Man, that sucks. Or does he have just a hole in balls? That sucks even more. Do you more. think you would, if you got your dick cut really bad to where you would just have to lose it, do you think you would keep your balls? Well, yeah. It'd be funny to look but at. why? It'd be funny to look at. Dude, you could deep yourself in public and people would be like, <laughs> what is going on? You know, and it's like old Greg. Look at my downstairs mix-up. I know? have a mangina. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally keep the balls. And plus, the balls, they do a lot for your body. Yeah, I thought about that too. You get a really high-pitched voice and... Like, your body has a lot of problems, and you have to put patches on. So have you ever watched uh, Paradise PD on Netflix? Yeah, I have. Yeah, you know how that oh, dad yeah, yeah. is oh, yeah, always yeah. putting the patches on? Yeah, he he got his ball shut off. And... But then you could have patches and have that on-demand strength. <laughs> when he just, like, loads up. Right down, down, he puts him on his brain. God damn it, son! He's like, oh, I'm a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, you, do you have a specific comedy that you really love? you resonate with that you think is really funny and their comedy style is very like, like I like a, Always Sunny in Philadelphia like a person yeah no like it can be a sitcom or it can be like Paradise PD an animated show like mm. is there a comedy something that makes you laugh that you're like fuck yeah this cause I'm not really a big fan of Family Guy but if people when people like it I don't yeah, really shit on it I never got into Family Guy as much um I don't know, man. That's a tough question. It is because obviously I like the blue collar comedy crew. You yeah. know, the Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. And there's your Burble County thing again. But I mean, <laughs> I like I like their humor because I get it. Yeah. You know, when somebody's like, "Yeah, I remember growing up down in the city and we couldn't go out, blah blah blah." It's like I I, I never you don't relate to as that. Much. Yeah. So I, I call that lazy comics. And yes, they're giving backstory to them. But the best comics can make that relatable to you. Yeah. Because they're not conveying it in a way that's exclusive only to them. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. No, that makes sense. And, like, I don't know. It just it, it saddens me when, like, people don't broaden their horizons for comedy. Especially comedy. I get music. Yeah. People get stuck in their old... Broadening your horizons in general. It's so fun to push envelopes. And it's so fun to learn new things. Well, the perfect example of that for me was... Post the high school breakup. I'm sure you remember that. I wasn't going to ask, but I'll ask now. What happened? I just remember you were with Mallory forever, and then all of a sudden, not. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, and now you say new girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the new one is great. I, I mean, feel the same way. I just, had Olivia, and I didn't, and now I found yeah, out. <laughs> no, um, the, the one I have now is just, she's the one. Okay. I totally so I feel about too. But the old relationship, the failure point was there wasn't a lot of trust. And yeah, but where did that spawn from? 
Who played around on who, potentially? Her on me. Okay. Yeah, because I and remember... She got upset that you didn't have trust, so she, now she doesn't trust you? Out of spite? Or... No, there was never trust from her side. Why, so was... though? You're not a bad person. I don't know. You're a good person. I don't know. And that goes into the more psychology stuff. I remember when you would ask me stuff. You were like, and... what do I do about this and this and this? And like, trying yeah. to be a good boyfriend. And I'm like, like I, that I, showed I, me you care. I don't really... Oh, dude. I, said, I oh, put dude, everything I could. I give into a that. shit about a lot of people. I, I put everything I could into that. Yeah, and it burned me. Cause that was like, but you know what? That devastated. Me. It's almost the first relationship is almost always the doomed one, because it's your first one. You got to work yeah, out kinks about a lot of stuff. Know anything else? Yeah, and like. But I also don't think like, you need to do fifty relationships to figure out which one. No, not at all. Like I think I've been in seven or eight. I think this is the one. And yeah. Now I can. I feel like I can do anything with this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. What had happened was there was just another guy, and whether or not he was so better... there was definitively another guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the day after we broke up, and then all my buddies are like, oh, yeah, she's out there after school talking to him and stuff, and then like a week later, all of a sudden, they're together. Like, come on. Some people I'm are not just dumb. vultures for relationships. They're like, oh, she's single, time But the thing fuck. about it is... So he could have been one of those. No. Because I used to be one of those. I'm like, oh, she's single. I had found... Send her a dick pic. I had found... (laughs) Not that we're actually like that, because let me be clear, those people suck when you just get like... I don't understand the unsolicited dick pic as the first message (laughs) from a guy. Like, I understand if you, like, are talking for a long time and you're in the midst of foreplay virtually and you think it's appropriate. Like, I've, I've sent dick pics like that and those are fine, but I've never understood... I don't think any of my close friends really did it because we would fucking savagely vis- like tear them apart if they did. But like, how do you first message to a girl be like, my cock? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I don't. I don't think the guy that she ended up getting with was preying on her initially. So but I think talking before uh, there was something that was said before because I found his phone number and her phone. Okay. And you know I don't really want to air out my dirty laundry. Right. So. Right, right. I mean, just being reserved about it, you know. But I think talking about it helps let go. Because at some point, it, it should be aggravating, but at some point you shouldn't even think about it at all. No. It should and never cross your mind. And it, it hurts, it and it should it should hurt, because once you hurt, you can heal. Yeah. But once you heal, it should be just nothing but forgotten. But dude, I was fucked up after that relationship. I mean... It also teaches you a lot about yourself, though. Because yeah. even though you give a lot, it still is like, well, what can I better about myself? Well, and what it does is... The first thing you question, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Yeah, what's wrong with me? As soon as you break with something, what's wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, and it took me forever to And realize. I'm always the one that gets dumped. So, like, I always feel that. Especially, yeah. like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, it's like, what am I did doing defend, wrong? Did you dump her? Did she dump you? It was, like, a mutual thing. Mutual fuck you? I mean, it wasn't even a fuck you. It was just kind of like... We're tired. She said, let's take a break. And I'm like, well, let's just go ahead and call it. I mean, really. There you- was... What do you mean break? You're just going to go fuck other people and I'm definitely not going to want to be with Yeah, that, that was my train of thought. But it was just like, you know what? It's over. And we had been fighting and everything was just not good. And nothing worked. Everything was an argument or something like that. And it goes to this. What I think it was is in the woman's psychology, they put an animus on who they think you're going to be. This right, so ideology the, the like, love at first sight or anything that is an animus that they have portrayed on you, yeah. And they are going to strive as hard as they can to mold you into that animus. And I don't know what her animus was for me, I don't know what she wanted. Did to you be. feel though that there was pushing? Oh, there. yeah, there was totally pushing because she wanted me to stand up and yell at these people that didn't really do me intrinsically wrong and 
I didn't want to do she that. She just wanted that, that roughly, kind of yeah, she wanted that roughly man-man. Yeah, maybe. And again, Abby's the tomboy in both of us. She, I'm a pacifist still yeah, to this day. maybe a higher masculinity. I, I don't sign up. Was that that was my phone. No, you're good. I'm just like, <laughs> I, thought there, I was like, something, there, I had something on the PC. No, it's cool, it's cool. You're good. I just wanted to confuse people at home and be like, what am I hearing? Yeah, I know, right? No. Uh, yeah, that's when you always back it up, and you're like, all right, it's there twice in a row, I'm good, I'm not fucking psyched out of my mind right later, now. And they're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but she portrayed this animus on me, and I, it wasn't what I was as a whole. And so what that does is it causes you to be angered all the time, because okay. you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And you're trying to be what they want you you're to be. You're trying to conform, but then you don't want to conform. you're not, and you yeah. can't fucking lie to yourself. And that was the thing. After, you do for a while. After, oh yeah, you do anything you can, but then after a while you get tired. Can I ask you something funny then? Sure. God damn it, that's it. <laughs> I know, that I know. I don't know who's blowing me up right You're now. You're good. Oh, it's, just, it's okay. I don't know if you're silent potentially. Not yeah, I'm, I'll put it on silent, no, okay? No, it's on vibrate. It's sitting under my sack. I fart and burp on the show. We let them have it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't care that much, but <laughs> we try right? to get it yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. Would you say when you were with her, you were more of a rednecky, trucky, and then now that you're not, would you say you've broken away from some of those tendencies a little bit? Yeah, I think at the time I was trying to be that redneck truck guy. Because I never really picked you like that. I'm so not. when you went through that phase, I was like, I literally said to myself, like, this is a phase. Like right now, I do not want a truck. I'm so fucking <laughs> yeah. done with trucks. And it's not because it's like, oh, I'm tired of being a man. No, it's like, it's you can't really money. do that much shit with a truck. Yeah. Okay? You get a Suburban, and you can put whatever the fuck you want in <laughs> it. If it rains. <laughs> that was like a house mom. She's like, oh my god, I got a Suburban. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you would just do so much more with so many other vehicles, but people are like, you must conform. If your truck ain't got 36s on it, I mean, then your dick is small. It's and like, wide bars. Yeah, it's like, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to drive this fucking thing to but impress he... somebody at a stoplight that I will never fucking meet? Yeah. You know, it's like, who gives a shit? Or I need so to drive something that part. matters for me. Why? Or just so all of... of, 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 of fucking like four redneck friends can park at the same height at the parking Walmart. Like, yeah. Where do you, you go? Get out and be like, Walmart. Hey guys, we're like, I don't know, seven feet above the other cars equally. That's cool, right? We're a click. This bad boy gets five miles So there I am with a small cock and she's like, where's the rest? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm whiskey dick. So I'm lying to her. <laughs> yeah, right? My tires are bald and I can't afford them because <laughs> the government ain't paying me enough. You know, it's like, I, I yeah, so I was this person that I really wasn't, but I was just trying to explore new avenues, just see who I really was, and god damn, that wasn't it, but I just had attracted somebody at that time, and I'd really been in a relationship, I so was I was like, that was the straight. first, you're really you know, gonna hold like, on to the yeah. first, like, can't just like, please don't, yeah, I know, and after a while, then it was like, okay, something has to change, something has to change, and then events transpired, and it was like, you know what, this really isn't it, but I'm gonna ride it out, because I don't know where it's gonna lead, and I didn't want to be seen as, like, the guy who was like, oh, well, I just imagined something in my head, so I quit, you know? Yeah. I'm not a quitter. Yeah. So I wait until it comes to the breaking point. Absolutely like, there. Fine. So after that, I'm devastated, and I just finished my power plant certificate. So literally right after Threw that happened. into work. Boom. No, I didn't. No. I didn't. So I get my certificate, and I apply at different airlines, and I don't hear anything, and it's like six weeks, and I'm just coming back to who I was. I was still working on it's coming down on you at the time, yeah. But yeah, I was just—it was just me. It was just me, and I could just be me. 
And all of a sudden, I had made a bet with my sister-in-law that if I got done by November 1st with all of my school, because I was super far behind, and at a wedding, she's like, you need to get your fucking shit together. Like, yeah, look me dead in the eyes. You're also, also like, like, trying your best. I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Really, really. No, I was like, No, that's fine to say. I was like, you know... I was going to play for you, on, but you're very honest. I was just going to work on trucks for the rest of my life. And at this wedding, she's like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. And it's like, well, shit, to, I guess I never really thought seven. about it. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, what am I doing? And then she's like, all right, well, November 1st, if you don't get that shit done, I'm going to fly my ass up here and fucking reprimand you. And if you get it done by then, I will fly your ass down here and we'll have fun. And it was like, all right, cool. Did you get it done by that? So I got it done November 1st. Like, literally tested November 1st. Texter was like, I'm done. And I sent her a picture of my certificate. So I get some tickets in the mail. Or no, wow. she, she emailed them to me or something. Anyway, so I go down there. And it's in Dulles. Well, around Dulles, like a Leesburg, Virginia area. Houses are like $5 million. <laughs> I've never been there. She I was mean, trying to show like, you like what there is out there. But I didn't see team. that at the time. How did you just know already? That's amazing. Well, and I hate to brag, but like, I mean, you got to think at like four, five, six, like I live with tyrants of athletes and like. True. Yeah. And it opened me up to the infinite possibilities of what's out there. Coming yeah. Coming from an island of Curacao and then. Coming from like you know California, coming from all these different places, having these like uh, Hunter Green stayed with me, and he was like, "Yeah, little Dicky was my neighbor." I was like, "Wow, I think I would come if I knew that." That's cool, man. So like, but I never, I never noticed again, that. It's about, it's just about like, it's to me, I don't really give a shit about things. So while yeah. I knew all that was out there, I knew there was a lot more to the world that nobody was really looking at, which is in yourself. That and there's just funny aspects to everything that I think should be pointed out yeah. and funny experiences I've lived that I think I should just, you know, convey to the world my life on the golf team with you and Jonathan and all those hilarious characters and then living in a house with these big-ass athletes. See, and, and I never had that experience. Being the disappointment of my life, of and my family. At this time, I was still trying to hold on to that redneck persona. Like, I'm going to Because you felt like this was out. your... This, you, that was my You built folly. it a little bit and you were like, I can never abandon it. Of yeah. course you can. Yeah. You can quit anything. I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. So I go down there and... I we, usually we just go say, to the what makes you happy? Do something that you just want to do because you want yeah. it for yourself. And that's the thing. I love mountain biking. Okay. It, it sounds weird because I'm this fat guy. No! <laughs> I was going to say it. I was like, you? Biking? Yeah. <laughs> Dick? Little Eric Lee. <laughs> Shut up. But I love mountain biking, and I tried to do that before in the past relationship, and it was this big no-no. And it was like, But now why? that you're by yourself, you can. Yeah. And then I was well, like, not now, now. I'm going to go. Girl, but. And she likes it, too. And that's nice. Yeah. We have so many things in common. It just life works. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Because once you give up, you'll when be like, alright, this is what I like and I'm only going to give a shit about these things. And at some yeah. point you're going to find someone that only gives a shit about those things so also. So I get dragged out of my southern comfort zone, which isn't really southern, it just feels But like it, it felt southern. Yeah, and so she drags me down there and makes me do things that I didn't want to fucking do. Like, I did not want to ride a horse. And I went and did it, and it was badass. Yeah. Super fucking awesome. Yeah. I didn't, I've never really shot I didn't know a horse was so fucking powerful <laughs> yeah, until the lady stand there is like, all right, ready? Gate. Boom. Smacks a horse's ass. We're, we're off. And I'm fucking barreling out this wall. I'm like, 
shit, I don't know what to do. And the horse is just running fast as yeah. fuck. And I'm like, God damn, I'm going to hit a wall and fly <laughs> this horse. And it just stops. And it's like, whoa. Because it's also a living thing. And it's like, well, I don't want to hit that wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's not a fucking car. This thing's going... This oh, let's do this goddamn... Oh, it knows where it's I going. I can feel his fucking legs get tight on my back. It's got a, a big old cock under there. <laughs> but I got dragged out of my southern comfort zone, and I... After that, it was like, you know what? I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. And so I did just that. Like, I started doing more kayaking. I started doing more biking. I started just not giving a fuck about anything. But I don't remember who said this, but the best joke I've ever heard one time was like fucking let's go kayaking and she's like what the fuck is kayaking he's like it's kayaking the verb is the noun <laughs> isn't that funny yeah it is and I remember it's, who said it's that. a palindrome too yeah right so you spell it backwards it's the same thing yeah that's why he's like it's just kayaking yeah like how do you describe that we're gonna go sit on this plastic boat yeah in water, and it's called kayak. And you're gonna use you're gonna kayak. Kayak. You're gonna kayak. So it's like a, <laughs> so it's like a canoe. It sounds like we're trying to well, say kayak, like and we're only getting kayak out. It's like a canoe for one person. Yeah. What do you like to go for brewing? Uh, because you yeah. said you don't like to be off the wheel a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't like being out of my mind. I don't like. You like drinking. having control, and I don't really like alcohol either. Yeah. I can sit down and drink a beer after I mow the yard, which sounds like the most old man shit. I can't, being a homeowner, I can't do that. it's like oh. I would need like a cocktail or like a Jack and Coke. Because oh, liquor is my friend, but no, beer just to, feels very. Fattening. You need to go fucking chop down a tree and then just grab a cold one. Like that'll just make your balls shrink and feel good. I'm serious, man. It'll balls just, shrink. It'll just it's like wow. I kind of get what you mean by that. Yeah, I remember one I mean, time. it's like you sit on a couch with your shirt off and the beer's sweating on your chest, and you got something retarded on TV, and you're grabbing your sack, and you're like, "This is what it's all about." This is I, what get it it I get it. I get it. Now. It's like you put just a hand take on a the sip, dick. You're yeah. like, "All right, cool." I do watch TV with my hand on my dick a lot, and it confuses Abby. She's like, "Why do you do that?" And it's like, "Cause it just feels nice." Yeah, it's just warm and comfortable. It's just like a little fucking pet it's that like, I get to have. It's getting sad. He's on always by with me, and he's mother, sad. Mother hen is holding. <laughs> it is like having a pet always. And sometimes he's like, "Oh, he's got to piss." He's like, oh, fuck, he's got to come. I got to yeah. take care of this. Yeah. And so back to what we were talking about. So after I came back from that trip and everything, I had gotten in contact with a girl that I was in school with who was previously on a band list because she was another female and it could have been competing, right? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to cut every single girl I knew out of my life. Oh. I think yeah. it went for the airline. I was like, I don't oh, get no, that no, at all. No, I'm not even hired at this point in the school. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, so I was still like, Dancing. She was just the girlfriend that was like, no females. Yeah, it was like, well, don't ah, this your sucks. friends because they might be bad too. It's like, you can't have yeah. females of the opposite parts. They might try to fuck your parts when I'm not around. Yeah, and it's like, it's hey, like, you could just trust me. I have willpower. You know? <laughs> I have willpower. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, America. <laughs> willpower. <laughs> So after I, I did all that, I come back and I get in contact with her and I end up getting the job where I'm at now. And it's great. And it, it doesn't pay a lot, but that doesn't matter because it gives me time. Okay. And time is so valuable. Time is nice. So valuable. And around the same time that I'm getting hired and pieces are falling into place and the puzzle's starting to come together and I'm like, oh my God. Feels like things I are I see right. why everything happened the way it did. Because it just... Everything just fell into place, and it was just this relaxing. Then I met what is now my girlfriend, probably going to be 
not a not a probably my wife. not a probably, <laughs> but yeah, she will eventually. My wife. Yeah, yeah. Borat is my wife. And I mean, so after all of that, I go to Dalton Smith's house for a family Thanksgiving. Bug-eyes. And this girl comes <laughs> I love in. you, Don Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah, right? <laughs> I had to say it. Listen, if you want to come on the show and talk about your freaking eyeballs, let's talk about it. Hoorah. Right? Hoorah, baby. Hoorah. <laughs> so she comes in and sits down. I'm just like, God, she's beautiful. I mean, just beautiful. And I tell Dalton that. I'm like, man, she's hot. And he's like, hot you want to get her phone number? I'm like, no, dude. Yeah, stop. Like asshole of it. It's like, I but just. those are the people you need to be like. Just in the back. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it was. It was like he's just pushing me, like, go, damn it! I see the light at the end of the tunnel. You fucking idiot! It's like, goddamn! So he did that for me, and I did not want to get in a relationship. I remember telling his dad that night, 2019. That's gonna be all about me. (laughs) And it's like, God, how wrong that was. Everything happened. 2020 is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) But I'd met her, and then we went out on a couple dates. And I didn't know how I felt. And it was like, ah, you know, what do I, what do, I do? What do I do? I don't want to get hurt. Usually if, I, if I'm if i just out of a bad relationship, I usually fuck around for a while. And I usually end up dating the person I'm fucking around. But then this time I just happened to meet Abby. And I was like, well, this is just everything I've ever wanted a human being. Yeah. But, like, I definitely tell people, like, listen, I'm just trying to, like, just feel good. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be a sad What, when you're trying like, to get the bone on? Yeah, or something like that. And they're just like, well, what are we? And it's like, listen, man, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but, like, I just, I'm, I'm, I hurt still from my past thing. See, I don't want to hurt you. That's where we're different, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm so not I'm like look, that. But, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, I still want to come, and I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, like, let's work on that together. And then by the end of it, if we ended up catching feelings, then that's fine. But until then, I'm just looking to come. And usually that works. Yeah. Uh, See, I went the complete opposite. I was like, you know what? I I don't want any of that. Like, I don't, I don't know why, but I've never pursued... Just racking up a body count. I don't know why. Right. I, to me, it's My always been kind of a... It's been getting higher from recent events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, it's not really, like, up there, up there. But, like, I don't really worry about body counts. I just worry about how many times I get a load off. Because it's with the same person. Like, a million times. Yeah, okay, so you don't sure. Count. So, like, sure. one person you could fuck for, like, four years. That's a lot of fucking, but that's no I mean, one body count. No, that's, like, four million does cums. Does the toilet and the bathroom count? I mean... I think my hand in a dish towel works. God, you're <laughs> a fucking animal. Just coming but, I mean, in the socks. I don't know, I was just... I was just hey, you want to never... hear a funny joke I've never told on the show? Okay, because sure. you've opened up your heart a lot to me. By this point, if they end up hearing it, I really don't give a shit. I'm normally a private person, but... Back when I was living at the province, and I was having Abby visit a lot, and stay there a lot, when like she first came back and moved to Ohio because she wanted to date me, um, she was at my apartment one time, and Austin was beating his meat in the room next to mine, and she heard him beating his meat, and he was like, oh, Abby, like... Yeah, my girlfriend, and then he fucking blew a load into a sock, and then he washed that one sock in a fucking washer and dryer by itself. And I don't know if I should be pissed or upset, that, or like, happy that he did it, because Dude, I'm that's... like, well, no other cum got on anything else, but at the same time, that's a waste of a fucking soap and water to wash one no sock. No shit. One cum sock? At least rake up a ton of them and get a pile going. Yeah, I mean... Build a little fucking fake girlfriend out of them and then fuck up. that. Yeah. Right? Dude, that's weird. <laughs> I've never told that on the show. But yeah, I mean... Austin, just... if you're listening, we know that you come in socks. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Austin. We're not. No, he's not. We're not sorry. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I never was off pursuit for women. I don't... 
And I don't think it's a lack of masculinity. I think it's just Not a, at all. It's no, a personal virtue. It yeah. You know, it's like, for me, okay, obviously we view sex differently. I view sex as the most intimate that you can get with somebody. Yeah. And other people view that differently. And I that's view fine. it as a versatile battleground. So I view it as a place that you can go to have serenity with one person. I view it also as a thing that you can go with that same person into a world of weird and venture down different rabbit holes of leather and chains and whips and everything else and get freaky with it. Okay, Rihanna. <laughs> Bricks and chains excite me! Come on, come on, come on! <laughs> I don't know if that's the lyric, but I like the impression. Yeah, that was pretty close. I mean, <laughs> listen to Red Hair. I think it's a bricks and chains. Listen, no, it it's matter. whips and chains. I said, yeah. Yeah. Well, well fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess with older parents, I have older virtues. Well, I kind of get that because my parents aren't old, but they had old ways. Yeah. Like, don't and be in the basement alone with a girl. Listen really? to records. You're not allowed to have a phone for a long time. Yeah, I feel, I, and like I feel you're not gonna have internet for a long time here. I'm like, really? F-? Yeah, it was a while. Like, I my, my first like electronic thing was like a GameCube. That's why. And the here. first thing that you did with the internet was porn. I yeah, guarantee it. I guarantee. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I remember one time they walked in and I did not play off well because I was. I mean, I was still kind of understanding the whole vibe, but it was. I found like a cam site like of just people because back then. The internet was so new, people didn't even realize you could get paid over the internet to fuck. So they were just fucking for free on these cam sites, and I'm just watching these realistic couples just fuck, and I'm like, this is hot as shit. But I have, like, um, it's muted, and then another tab, and I have, like, multiple, multiple tabs. Yeah, music playing or something. Yeah, music, school, this, and then, like, I'm watching The Annoying Orange. And I remember oh specifically God. the Annoying Orange, and I'm like, this sucks. I just want... Because every time my mom would come in, I would just pull up the Annoying Orange. But it was still a tab up there, because again, I'm not the tech master I am right, now, but yeah. hiding stuff. So she's like, what's that? And I was like, what? Dude, my mom was Free right on... She she, my mom has a computer at work. She probably knew exactly what to look for. She was like, what's that tab say? XXX. And I was like, I don't know. And literally, my dad came in to save the fucking day. He knew exactly what was happening, and he came in to say... I, I was like, Dad, I promise. Like, I was just watching Annoying Orange. I don't know what that is. He looks, he's just like, Missy, it's a fucking pop-up. It probably just came up, and he didn't even notice it, because it's silent, so there's no way he would have really fucking... He's watching this Annoying Orange shit in the school tabs, and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now just leave so I can go back to it and come. Because <laughs> I just want to be my me! God, dude. Yeah. What a fucking animal. What an animal. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting beasts. I remember one time, one of the funniest things you had told me is when you were living at that house. Hey, if any of the lanes are listening to this, I hope this grosses you out about what the room is now. One time you told me that you had your bedroom and then the bathroom and then that private room, which I loved because it was fucking cool. Where are we going thing. with this? Because <laughs> it was your own little man cave. But I remember one time I came over and I was like, the chairs and stuff's moved a little weird, and you're like, oh, man, you don't even understand. I'm like, what? And you're like, bro, I can put porn on that TV. I'll just have it silent, and I'll lock both of these doors, and I'll just fucking I'll spank out. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, man, I'll put my legs. I separate my legs. I put them up, and I'm like, this is it. This is the life. And I just remember, like, you just talking explicitly about how you love to, like, set up this room just so you can have the comfortability. Because like, I never jerk off, like, especially sitting like this. I'm always standing when I'm jerking off. But, like, oh, my God, like, the comfortability just being like, I don't even care if it comes with my fucking tummy. Like that's, <laughs> that's that comfort. Just shower when you're done. Just yeah. fucking get me in my God, belly button. God, dude, you know what's fucked up about this? I told everyone reminiscent coming down here. Really? And my mom was like, send me the link when you're it's done. It's going to be a long time. Yeah, so they're going to be pissed about that. But, <laughs> like, 
Now she's going to be listening going, Jesus, Murphy! Demi, I told you he was doing that! I know he was beaten by his fucking meat! But then again, you also told me, Robin, that you had walked in on him once and it was funny as fuck. Or was no, it your older I brother? Didn't. It was, yeah, it was Brad. How was that? Tell me that story. Well, I mean, I don't really it's been know a long time story. You, but well, you had told he, me that, like, He was just like, I don't know, coming home at really fucking late. Yeah. I was out, right? And he just comes around the corner and he's... Mom made it a thing that we had to tell her when we were home, which is fine because that's a later story of the, hey, I'm not coming home tonight story. I'll tell you that. And that one's sad. But <laughs> it is. It really is. It's both like. What a way to intro it. I want to hear both It's, it's such a pivotal story, but it's sad. It's and so Brad comes home and he just barrels in their room and he's like, Mom, I'm. Whoa, the fuck? <laughs> you know, he's, they're just kind of doing it, and they're like, well, shit, you know? It's like... Get out! <laughs> Get out! Your mom's tits are out! Get out! God, dude. That's nasty. I don't want to think about that. But it happened, you know? But at least your eyes aren't the ones... Yeah, that, I was like, asleep. You, people always, like, imagine their parents having sex every once in a while, because it happens by accident. You're like, ugh. Yeah, you're but like... like imagine seeing it, and then you, it's engraved in stone in the memories of your oh, mind yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. And no matter how much you try to forget, you're like... I now know what my mom's asshole looks like, and I wish I didn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't had to experience But then he, like, as that. he like leaves the room, he high-fives the dad. He's like, whoa, pack of meat, old man. I see where I get it. And then Jesus he's like, Christ. He leaves, and he's like well, he's not wrong. He's like, we're done. We're done, Jim. This is over. Yeah, turn it <laughs> on. Turn investigation discovery on, and let's go to bed. Watch Paradise PD if you want. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't hear the shriek or anything. I mean... That's funny. I, yeah, apparently he was, like, just fucked up from this. And he still is. He still talks about it. Like, it was this fucking war zone. And his buddies <laughs> just got bombed friends. or something. And he's like, I remember coming home that night. He was the way my mom shaking. <laughs> starts shaking a little bit. You know, he's like, and I never know what was going to be around that door, but... I can't unsee her areolas. <laughs> Dr. Phil's like, calm down now, son. Tell us how... You understand... I WANT MY MOM COME! <laughs> I'M NOT GOING BACK! I CAN'T SEE MY MOMMY COMING! <laughs> he says mommy there for a reason. <laughs> so what's the sad story? Oh, the That's sad a funny story. story. <laughs> yeah, so now you know that mom always wanted us to call her when we got home. And there was a night that I had went out, and it was kind of a third date with the current girlfriend. Right. But... So this is recent. Yeah, this was like January of last year. Okay. And we had just been starting to go out on dates and everything. And this was like the final fitting piece of the whole deconstruction of Brian, put him back together. And it was a, it was January 7th. No, January 6th, because I started my job January 7th. Right. And January 6th, it was a Sunday. We went out and did an escape room. And oh, I hate the love of my life was there. And I fucking some hate friends, escape rooms. I did one with the lanes. And fucking took your home. Dalton fucking took his sister and everything. And it was this terrible. Ah, Mrs. Bug Eye. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Dalton, so, if you're still listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, he he's care. not going to listen to this. Well, he might. <laughs> he might. <laughs> if he well, knows he's in it now, he will. So, we go out and we do this breakout room and we go to the UDF and, you know, we're all fucking around. And then, um, my girlfriend had rode with one of her friends. And that night, when everybody got home, we had all rode with her friend. And 
I hung out in the car afterwards because I wanted to hang out with my Shmooch girlfriend. Longer, talk, you know, yeah. it's like, and smooch. No, it wasn't smooching. She was in the front seat. Her friend was driving, and then I was in the back seat. And like, come on back, baby. Yeah, so we had sat out there for a while. Hell, invite the friend. <laughs> no, man. I'm that no, toxic. No, <laughs> no. And we sat out there and we talked forever. And then I, I left mm-hmm. and got in my car, went down 127 south out of West Manchester, and I'm driving, 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 and I do the dumbest fucking thing. I go left of center. And I come back right to make a wide right-hand turn. Okay. Downshift in my focus. I'm on the brakes and slowing down. I go to make this turn and just the loudest noise I've ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) I'm serious. And earlier in the night, Mom texted me and was like, I'm not going to bed till you come home. And I was like, go to to bed. I'll be fine. I'll be home later. Oh, fuck. And so I make this turn and and the loudest noise in my life and everything just stops. And I'm like, I just... I just crashed. Like, I just crashed my fucking car. <laughs> it, this isn't something that you go, well, I'm sorry. It's like, shit's fucked, man. Yeah. And shit's I go fucked, flying man. out into a field. Flying. And I'm driving a subcompact car, dude. I just and got you, fucking like, This is going to fucking rock me for a second. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit. Right before shit. impact, this is going to fucking rock. I go over the ditch. Does completely it clear the... Huh? Does a PC a laugh? I know it's scary, but in the moment, I laugh because I'm like, well, there's no avoiding this. Oh, well, yeah, it's kind of funny because my thought train was like, God, Dad's going to fucking kill me. You know, it's like, that's the first thing across my but mind. But in your mind, that's fine, because if you're laughing, you're making out of this alive, and he's yeah. going to kill you later. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god. So then I come out in this field, and I, everything just kind of stops for a second, and then I come to, and I get out, and I look up, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's her car. It was her friend's car that hit me. And, dude, what? they were going so fast that they went off to the right side of the road, went completely through a telephone pole, and drilled a tree. Smashed this fucking tree. I mean, like, just obliterated the fucking tree. A big-ass oak tree. The tree didn't fucking care. Car was just destroyed. And I'm oh like, my God. holy shit. And I didn't know where I stood with this girl yet. You know, my girlfriend. Yeah. I knew that I had feelings for her, but I was scared because I didn't want to get hurt again. And so I'm like, holy fucking shit. I, I just got hurt in a fucking wreck. I just fucking haul ass through the field. Like, I could have fucking lost a leg and I was running. Like, I didn't even give a shit. Ran? Yeah, dude. I, dude, I was so far out in the field when the tow truck came. He had to back into the field to have enough cable. Yeah. There's a lot of cable on a tow truck. Yeah. And so I run over he to him. fishing. And I never will forget this moment because I ran up to the... And I don't I don't talk about this a lot because it's... It's, it's adrenaline pumping. And yeah. It's and, I'm, I don't, and it's like a... It fucks I mean, me we're up. there. I'm there in my head. Like, I'm seeing you run up this, this fucking... This fucks me up so bad. I watched Luke Combs' video one number away. And at the end, there's a car accident with firefighters. And we were just sitting at home and my girlfriend was outside painting or something. And I'm inside and I just sat down to chill out for a couple minutes. I'm watching this video and I just started crying. Like yeah. I, I just couldn't stop. Cause what it so what to. it flashes back to is I run up to this driver's side window on the vehicle and I look in and both the girls are just slumped over. Like, not moving, nothing. Jesus Christ. Just completely slumped over. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, I just killed these people. What of do course, I do? Of course what do I do? that's what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, it's like, they're fucking dead. The lights are off, it's silent. Dead silent. I mean, just the most silent it's ever been. 
And so I immediately start beating on the window and screaming at them to wake up. Like, I couldn't do anything. What else would you do? The door is locked. I can't bust it. I I didn't have a glass break. You also don't want to fucking cover them in glass. Yeah, and it's like, I don't don't know what to do, so I'm scared and I'm... I'm, You're trying to help someone. I just needed to get into the vehicle. Yeah. Because if it caught on fire, I need to get them out. Yeah. And I'm standing in about a foot and a half of water in downport. It's middle of January. Actually, it's the beginning of January. Fucking ice cold. I'm standing in two feet of water Jesus. in a ditch, beating on this window, trying to get it open. I can't get the driver's side door open, and I'm shining my flashlight in, and I'm, I'm just horrified. And then finally, they look up. They both kind of came to at the same point, and they Jesus. look up, and their eyes were just black. I mean, just, just black. Black? Just black. Jesus like, Christ. I don't know if that was just me being fucking psyched out on adrenaline or what, but they were just just the most out of it like fucked up looking eyes and they're just looking around well the driver eventually opens up her door and just kind of slumps out I'm like holy shit and so I cut her seatbelt like, to fuck, make it she's alive at least yeah and so I run around and here's this girl that I've been out on dates with and at this point and now you have to help her I realize I love this woman and mm-hmm. I'm going to do anything I can to save her life right now and I, I did everything I could for the driver too I mean it wasn't cared a little more on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I it sounds it. terrible, I, but yeah, I, I love this girl. And so I, I I sit her up and I'm asking her questions and I'm asking her, like, where you live or what day of the week is it? And she was starting to nail the questions. She's doing good. I'm like, all right, your brain's not fucked up. You're doing concussion. Now I'm asking the driver, what day of the week is it? I don't know. What's what's your address? I don't know. Who's the president? I don't know. All these questions. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. But so she's I, at least alive. I, yeah, she's alive and coherent, and yeah. she starts talking about her elbow and her hip. I'm like, holy shit, dude. And so I fucking called Dalton. No, I called 911 first. And yeah. I, I told him where I was perfectly. Like, I was on the phone with them. I was, like, barking orders. I'm like, you need fire and EMS right now. This is the address. You know, shit's fucked. And then I called Dalton right afterwards, because who else do you want to call? I don't want to call mom yeah, and go, yeah. hey, remember that I said that I was going to be okay, and now everything's I gone? am not fine yeah it it sucks i'm ruining this comedy show with a no this is hilarious but this is what built you lived through it and you're laughing through it this is this is what this is what built me you're saying that i'm the i'm your favorite brian now this is my favorite version of you currently this is what built me and so i'm i'm calling dalton and i i got this guy to stop on the side of the road and he's like i don't know what to do i mean you know, a guy, and he's like, well, shit, man. They're not blatant or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like, can so I go? Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like, I don't want to be here with the cops. Oh, no, he wanted to hang out. He was like, yeah, I'll stay around a little bit. It's like, all right, cool. And I'm asking him, like, I'm not fucked up, am I? Because I couldn't tell. Like, I had no Look idea. Look at me, yeah. Because yeah, you're like, pumping on adrenaline. You could be, like, I, cut I just, somewhere. I got, and you're pumping so you don't notice. Yeah, and I got them to the point where I was like, okay, I can step away for a second. I was like, tell Breathe. me, am I fucked up? Yeah. Am I? And he's like, no, man, you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. So then Dalton shows up, fire and EMS and everything. And the first thing out of Dalton's mouth is, did you call your mom? <laughs> no! I didn't Why the fuck her. would I call my mom? This yeah. is bad news. I don't yeah. want to tell her bad news. Yeah. We call her with good news. Yeah, it's like, oh. She, she, she goes, she'll lose plenty of sleep. Let her have the night. Yeah, he goes, if you're not calling her, I am. Fuck. fuck. Fine, okay. So I called her, and she's like, hello. And I'm like, hey. Um, Are you up? Because This, this is isn't serious. the call that you want at 2 a.m. And she's like, are you drunk at Dalton's and need a ride home? I'm like, yeah, you wish. No, uh, I just crashed. It's not that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> but you were know, like, I'm alive. Yeah, like, well, everything's... Everyone's alive. Okay, I think. 
<laughs> and she's like, what? I'm coming right now. Where are you at? And I was like, uh, and I told her and she's like, okay, and hangs up. And I'm like, whoa, she's never done that before. Yeah, she's coming. Drove like 120 to get she's out coming. there. Oh, yeah. And just seeing your mom run. <laughs> and so the firefighters are, they're getting the girls out and everything. And they left with them. And I was standing there talking to one. And everyone was there. Mom had showed up and everything. And I was standing there talking to a firefighter. I said, are they going to live? You know, I was concerned. Yeah. Especially well, because they were I was in love with... They were unconscious. Yeah. And there were only two people in the... In yeah, the only okay, two okay. people. And they had just annihilated this tree. No airbags went off, by the way, either. What the fuck? So, fuck you, Ford. Okay. Maybe that saved them. Because I know sometimes airbags Yeah, kill sometimes people. it can. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, however played out... Yeah, there it, was a, it wended well. I don't know how you feel, but I I say that there was a divine intervention by God. I mean, right? I'm not yeah. a very religious person. I think it was your intervention. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, we have different views. Your existence that. being there saved them. I think the window tapping could have saved them. It could have just yeah. the sound bringing them back to consciousness. Yeah. Not, I I'll never know. I will never know. I'll give you credit. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> and. I remember the firefighter going, yeah, well, the passenger, she's going to be all right. And I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, it's like, oh, man, I love you at this point, but I don't know how to tell you. Yeah. And it's like, after that, then he, I hear. You had the perfect segue. You're like, when I thought you were dead, I wanted to die. Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. I felt so you bad. I was that, like, you should, you should. I was, I was like, you know, if I killed these girls, I could understand why somebody would want to kill themselves. Kill themselves. Exactly. I don't think At that 100%. I could ever do that because that wasn't how I was but that raised. that would be the perfect push. Yeah, but I understand where people come from for that. You know, like if they did that, I could... Guilt, regret, yeah. those those weigh a lot on people's shoulders. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God. And so then I hear him calling for care flight and they care flight at the driver. Took her to the so hospital. She obliterated her fucking head. Smashed her elbow, cracked her sternum. She had emergency surgery, screws, plates. Again, she was fucked. You're up. running out there, but your she's phone alive. call saved her. She's alive. And I'm not trying to shit on people who are religious, Man. but like, call it divine intervention. I'm calling it Brian intervention. Hey, I don't. I don't want to take any of the credit for it though, because because you caused the crash. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I saved their life. Yo, almost ended them too. Yeah. <laughs> But it was after that that it kind of hit me. Hey, life's short. Life Fucking short. live it. Do it. And if I... I don't want to be at a job that I'm working 80 hours a week. For 45 be, years. In yeah. A cubicle. And it's like, like, well, shit. Holy shit. I hate my life. I've got six million dollars. Yeah. Like, but you didn't live. I hate my life. And yeah. it's going to hit you. And you're like, holy shit. I hate my life. Yeah. And then you're like, god damn it. I hate my life. Yeah. And, I have and, to live. and, and then, then, then you're like, well, I can either kill myself or I can try different stuff. Yeah. And then you try different stuff and either it works or you kill yourself. It's one of those two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's but, how business Yeah, it was just not. like, short, life is short. I, I gotta live it. Life is short. You know? And it's like, then after that, when I met up with everyone back at the hospital and I, I saw my girlfriend again, I was just so happy. So fucking happy. Yeah. Are we running out of time? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Abby was just like, are you almost done? Like, nah, I mean, maybe. We're getting intimate. <laughs> <laughs> this, the second bit is definitely way longer, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as I hit minimally 30 minutes, that's a right. talking yeah. bit to me. But, I mean, that just that just changed my view on everything. And after that, I stopped trying to be who I wasn't and started being who I am. And that was just like a huge pivotal moment. That accident just made me realize... Just like what, that. The you, clarity that you found, a lot of people find through psychedelics. Yeah. What you're describing to me is this new outlook on life, this 
euphoric like view that you've been given and through a series of events and it's either going to be visuals trips and secret knowledge of the universe or a traumatic fearful event that pumps your adrenaline to the point where it breaks like neuron connections in your brain to the point where you're like oh fuck i give a shit about less things now yeah because you understand the mortality of left yeah life and, and that's like you know at that point i was always like well if i'm gonna die it's gonna be like old age or fucking no it could be fucking yeah it could be it anything could be tomorrow it, it could, could be, be when i'm doing stand-up anything. and someone decides to shoot up another bar yeah it yeah it could be anything you <laughs> never know and yeah. it's like i don't want to die and then be like well i should have did this that's why i did and the show that's it's there yeah it's not going anywhere it's even awesome. after i die that's awesome so this little moment of weird is always gonna be on a shelf that you can always reflect to and be like wow. yeah I looked I, like Eric Lee when I told him about a car. <laughs> I just keep bringing it back. Listen, if, if the, any of the Lees are listening to, this was dedicated to them. Okay, so let's have a Lee story right now. <laughs> All right? This is... I've I've told this story many fucking times. But now and it be, is funny every time. And now everyone can just immortalize it and listen to it'll it. It'll be right? So, the homeless part, right? Get ejected from the house. Where oh, do yeah, I go? you live with them. I lived with them. I remember that. Yeah. Tell me about that. This this is what's so fucking funny is Hunter lived there yeah. and the two of us put together that's just a disaster total waiting. fucking chaos yeah that's I a, mean that's a just, bad combo just really bad shit that's anal with no lube that's danger uh, I don't know how <laughs> far that goes but <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right but I'm not willing to sign my name to that <laughs> but anyway we're just dicking off in the living room like normal mm-hmm. just completely fucking screwing around. And Hunter has this hockey stick. And behind me is blinds. Perfectly good. <laughs> wonderful blinds. Perfectly normally He takes this hockey stick and he does like a slap shot or something. And the thing's like a foot long. Yeah. Like it was just not built to be thrown around. <laughs> yeah. And it slips out of his hands Jesus. and just tomahawks right by my head. Like I hear the wind. <laughs> Holy shit. And it goes shunk, straight through the blinds. I turn around. Perfect fucking cut. I mean, it was like scissors cut the blood. What? It was actually kind of amazing. <laughs> it was actually kind of amazing. It really was. It was, it was really <laughs> cool. And I look back, I'm like, Hunter? He's like, yeah? I go, we're fucked. Like, just, I would point, like, look Hunter and I'd be like, Hunter, yeah, you're fucked. No. <laughs> you, you <laughs> well, live here? Your I mean, parents? I'm homeless? You're fucked, Yeah, I guess buddy. technically... You're going down for this. I could have packed up my Tupperware box and had everything <laughs> I had in it and just... See you, nigga. I'm out. I'll see yeah, you. <laughs> God, dude. And so he fucking freaks out. I freak out because we know Eric is going to rip our fucking lungs out when we get home. (laughs) home. And it's like noon. And we know he gets home at like, it was like 4 or 30 or something. Same time every day. So we're like, holy shit. And I can feel the little clock in the corner, you know, just ticking. And it's like, man, we gotta go. And so he's like, we can replace it. Yeah, and so we're How like, quick do you find blinds? Holy shit, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And Hunter's girlfriend comes out. Well, it's now his wife. He goes, yeah. uh, why don't you guys just buy new blinds? And we're like, God damn, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's, that's fucking perfect. Where do you get them? It has to be the same one. And... Yeah, so we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to go buy some white blinds. So I'm like, all right, Hunter, get in the truck. We got to go. But we thought ahead. His dad had a tracking app on his phone so he knew if he like got in a crowd. Left or something. Or something. Yeah. And... So I told him I was like, "Dude, you gotta you gotta leave your phone at home. Your dad will know that we're leaving somewhere, and he'll wonder what in the fuck we're doing." So we have to think ahead, and we left his phone at home. We carry the fucking blinds out there, rip them off the wall, carry them into the fucking truck like a like oh, a child them, was clever. dying. Yeah, be like, "Hey, I need these. Give me a non-broken list. Yeah, <laughs> quick now!" So we run into Lowe's.
noticed that we're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy Our shit. Our assholes depend on your it's service. Like, it's like we're running into the ER with a yeah. dying child. <laughs> you know? But it's just it's like, blinds in a blanket. It's like, my baby. Yeah, and everyone's like, what's that guy's problem? You know, it's like, you don't get it. Time is of the essence. Blinds. Yeah, and it's like, we're running around, running around. Oh, there's the blinds out. Boom, beam down it. All right, now we're standing at the blinds. What's uh, going on? Uh, all right, this one looks like that. All right, well, we found the perfect blinds. They're too long. What do we do? It says, need help cutting blinds? Ask our associates. Oh. And you know how when you go to Lowe's yeah. and you don't want anybody to fuck with you, they're like, yeah. hey, how can I help you? It's like, like, I'm you good, can, I'm good, I'm good. You can fuck off. Yeah, so now they've told everyone to fuck off. You're like, fuck, I need Yeah, you. and now nobody's around, so I'm standing there like, shit, what do we do? And I push the button, the one that everybody hates because it goes, Please help this person it goes, here. Attention. <laughs> Assistance needed in the blinds aisle. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I wait a couple seconds, nothing. And then it gets a little bit more like aggressive. You know? Boom, boom, boom. Please. Assistance needed in the blinds <laughs> aisle. And you're like, oh, maybe that'll do it. Maybe that'll do it. And then the uh, third one. <laughs> we're fucking standing there. Nobody come. Nobody come. Shit, Hunter, can we just use the machine ourselves? No, it needs a key. Fuck! <laughs> you were gonna cut. Click. <laughs> and this time, it's fucking pissed. Blinds aisle. And then... Blinds aisle! Fuck, dude, hopefully that works. Still nobody. Boom, push it again. Bing, bing. Blinds aisle! It's like, oh, shit! It's is it gonna work? I don't know! gonna say now at some point. Yeah, and then somebody comes walking, you know, they fucking hate their job. That's what do you guys fun. need? And we're like, blinds, cut! Now! Do it! And they're like, oh, okay, sure. And they now they see the urgency in your eye. You're like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll help. Yeah, it takes like five seconds. They're like, yeah. All right, you're good. Okay, cool. Sprint. Go check out. We're cruising <laughs> to get back home because it's like four o'clock. We're like, holy <laughs> shit, 15-minute drive. We got to go. And so we fucking come home. Luckily, the mounting equipment was still there. Just throw it into oh. place. Boom, forget about it. We didn't think to shorten the blinds. Blinds are made perfect length for the window so you don't get all this bunch at the bottom right oh yeah so they stack up they come like eight feet long and you gotta fucking take all the strings out and take each blind out and then you gotta rewire the whole thing <laughs> Stop that shit. we just threw it up there drop the blinds shit looks good enough years go by <laughs> no shot dude no shit years go by we're at i think it was my graduation party and me and Hunter... Why so long? Huh? <laughs> like, someone's like, why are these blinds Well, that's so what's funny. So, we're, <laughs> we're sitting here, me and Hunter are cracking up at old stories. And talking we're just, about bullshit. Yeah, just bullshitting. And we're like, you know what? It's finally time to tell him. And we called no Eric shit. over. And we sat him down. And we're like, is there anything wrong with the blinds behind your window? And he's like, what happened to him? What's wrong with him? We're like, you don't know. And he's like... You what the fuck's wrong with you? Them, you know? It's know. like when you ask somebody, what's wrong with you? And they're like, I don't know. What do you mean? It's like, what do you mean, Ingro Hairs? Where? <laughs> yeah, so he's all defensive. He's like, what's going on with my blinds, huh? And it's like, well, we fucked him up. And we told him the, the whole, whole story, story and everything. And he's like, God damn it. This is like when somebody knows How that they're right. How are you right. pissed about that? No, no, no. You he turns around. Years. He turns around and he looks at Cindy and he goes, I knew those blinds were too long. <laughs> Bedroom debates. Like, yeah, these blinds are fucking long. Yeah, she's like, you're crazy. Just go to bed. It's like, no, the blinds are fucked up, and I know it. It's like the yellow wallpaper. He's like been scratching at the blinds. He goes, these have been growing. <laughs> I know. He's like, you cleared so right. much stress for him. Yeah, like, God damn it! I knew it. I knew it. And we're like, oh my god, we're cracking the fuck up. And here's you the ruined our sex life over blinds. Here's the kicker. 
wanted to know what'd you guys do with the box. We had what? it because we knew if we threw the box to the blinds away, he would find them. So we're like, oh. fuck, what do we do with the box? Well, if we burn it, now there's a fire. Now he'll know when he comes home that there's we were fucking around. Burned. So we drive to Dairy Queen down the <laughs> We dispose of the dispose of the body somewhere else <laughs> and come back home and everything is hunky and dory and I mean that happened when I was like sixteen, so I was it was this like years three, later. Like, yeah. three years later, man, and he's just like oh, I fucking knew those blinds were too goddamn long <laughs> He's like I I knew I had shortened them and it's like well you did and you <laughs> fucked those ones up. Yeah <laughs> Oh my god, that god, was amazing. Dude, that, that was that was the single greatest mastermind plan I've ever put into effect. And, and I mean it was the fact that he turns to her. Yeah, and he's like I know oh, those knew goddamn it. blinds were too. And like you said, you knew that that was an ongoing debate. For the years they've been bitching about it in the bedroom and yeah. they're like, Hey, how about we fuck tonight? It's like how about you stop bringing up those blinds? He's like, The blinds are dead! <laughs> I told you to stop talking about those! You know what? I'm sleeping on the couch. He goes, yeah. You always sleep near those goddamn blocks. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there counting them like, he's like, one, two, three. There used three. to be ten, and now there's fifty. So what's going what on? What the fuck is happening? And here? he, I guess he figured it out when he picked them up, and they're heavy. Yeah. And he was like, oh man, something's fucked up. And he's like, these lines are really fucking long. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been funnier if you would have lied again and been like, the truth is. We went and found extra blinds, and we just added one <laughs> one every day, and you just never called us on it, so we just did it and forgot about it. That, that would have been even more hilarious. fun. And then you tell them the truth years later. God damn. You're lucky if you're listening. We let you off easy. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but god damn, that was, that was fucking hilarious. I mean, that was just like somebody's life coming together, you know? Every piece of the like puzzle. You knew he had been brewing over it for years. Oh my bother god. Him. Killed him. Killed him. Find out of people. It all comes out. He's like at work counting it. their blinds. He goes, no, this is You know how when a cop like picks up a cold case in a TV show and they're just like, I see it. I see it. And they just solve the whole thing. Like that was that moment. Yeah. And he was just like, I got it now. The strings finally connected. And he was like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm going to ass rape them. We never found <laughs> a string board, but I'm sure it was there. He's like, I know that there's involvement here. He like finds like, just like a receipt for blinds, but he like, it, it's tore off. So yeah. It's only that. He's like, who the fuck bought blinds? Where, where? Is this the blinds I bought? Because the date's ripped off. So he's like, is this my receipt or somebody else's? Now he's questioning himself for years. There's like a Lowe's employee in the garage all tied he up. Comes he comes back with it. Tell yeah. me who bought the fucking blinds! Who got this receipt? <laughs> he's slapping him. He's like, sir, I work in life. so many times. I was just on my lunch break. And my boyfriend died. I don't care. Where are the blinds? This is the show. So. I hope you had fun. <laughs> this was great. This was I'm really glad you great. told the story. I'm glad we're in a high note. Yeah. Listen, the culture shocks will definitely represent the hilarity of the chaos that was this. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Maybe like a social media if you feel like you can get followers out of this or like do you want to plug um, a project you're working on or fucking... I'm not a clout chaser. All right. So. I, yeah, I'm not I'm either. Just happy I just give the, I give the presence I get of it. it yeah, you know what no, I mean? I'm just, I give the opportunity. I'm just happy I'm on the show. Say something nice right now for your girlfriend so just in case she actually does listen, you'll know it's a oh, secret message to listen. her. Oh, she's going to listen. But this, gonna, this is the secret message to her. Um, I love you and you're perfect and oh. I really couldn't have done any better than... You. I mean, you're just the epitome We're of what I We're glad you didn't want. wreck in that car. 
<laughs> she did wreck in the car. Well, I meant like wreck and die. Like, we're glad yeah. you made it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> this is a disappointing radio show. My guest in chair one has been Brian Harrison. And this will be the last culture shock of the episode. Enjoy, you, I guess, dumb hick motherfuckers that are probably in Purple County. I'm just kidding. I'm coming off aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a disappointing radio show. We love all kinds, every color, every race, every nation, every base. And, and we'll see you later. And we'll see you next time. Listen, Brian, this next song I doubt you've ever fucking heard of, but I need to introduce everybody to new things, so I want to introduce something to you. I like this rap duo because they're a more modern version of rap, and while, Brian, I know rap isn't your favorite thing, I know that you're open to at least trying everything once. Uh, that's some damn good stories that can revolve around that sentence. But, Brian, the song after this one is dedicated to you and the Gurf, so if you want to fucking round her up before the next song plays, go ahead uh, because it'll be a sweet little memory for you too. But until then, let's play Get It by Run the Jewels, and please enjoy. Sanity brother, any chance for humanity's landing on who the next up. Hope we handed a mammal enough to work from the neck up. Those who handle and damage control don't wish us the best luck. I'm a living in smoke type, floating with a grin over the motite. Happy island on you, bitch. I believe no hype. Closer to the edge than even we wanted with bit if this don't go right. Then assholes like myself are proving so right. All I got is this rap shit. All I want is a castle and the move like a man with a minimum of harassment. Company of women with opinions and fat asses. That's my list of demands. You don't answer them. Get the catalyst. I'm stuck in a time capsule with rappers actually factual. Mean as shit you spit might cause killers to come and clap at you. Stupid, goofy, stoolie, the Gucci, Gucci, you slap you. And that go for them cock kissing cats that's in the back. They all sweet as little Richard. Dang, good God Molly. It make a nigga like me go woo and rob the ball. I exit stepping with my weapon with the Jefferson walk. If you expressing any objections, you could get left in chalk. So my Suggestions, let a GD forgive my transgressions. Well, I'ma be a Catholic confessions, professing depression. I'm chin checking, chill, stressing on your butt, and I'm pressing. Michael, fuck a rapper's life up like Malik did the press. You know what? <laughs>
listen, Brian, before I play this next song, I fucking love you, bub. And I just want you to know that because you shared that story with me, I feel like this is now, to date, my most romantic-filled episode because of the story of how you potentially saved that girl's life and then ended up dating her. Like, that's an insane sentence. So please enjoy, and I hope the missus is present. Um, li- listen, Brian, and anybody at home, if you want to do this uh, too, I guess, fucking I can't stop you. But take your shoes off. Move the fucking furniture. Grab a loved one. Tell them they love you. And just dance. Just dance. Just take three minutes to just dance and just feel close to one another. So please enjoy We're Gonna Dance by Cody Jinx. Brian, I thought you... I bet you thought I wasn't gonna play it because of earlier, but ha 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 ha. Fuck you. If I did it right the first time, we wouldn't be disappointments. Please enjoy We're Gonna Dance. Just give me this chance 